as a child, I was really hyperactive. I'm not much different now, to be honest with you. <laughs> so then I decided it was pop stars, the original pop stars. They put a group of us together in the in in the queue. It's Elvis's birthday, and um, what everyone's singing Elvis songs. Everyone was singing it in a different key, oh, no. and it wasn't even an Elvis no. song. No. They picked like a Shake and Stevens song by accident. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> That's the thing. Money is a big part of it. You know, go in, set up. Sing your songs, <laughs> hopefully get paid. So imagine like steps but gone wrong. So I don't want to get to the point yeah. where I can't enjoy music because I've lost my hearing. Mm. Since the beginning, he's been the person that sits there and goes, great, we're having a good time, it's going down well. <laughs> I'm like, come back. Right, hello, welcome to the One More Songcast. We're deep into season two now. And uh, well, firstly, before we reveal who our guest is, we'll just talk about our gigs at the weekend. Yeah, how was yours, mate? All right, I only had one. Um, want to give a shout out to the Molten Hops in Chorley. Really enjoyed it. Um, really good atmosphere, people listening attentively. So uh, I'd say that's got to be one of my favourite pubs in Chorley now. So uh, Super. What about yourself? Um, so I had three this weekend. So started off at the White Hart in Warrington and it was just, I think it was just one of those nights. It wasn't a listening crowd, to be fair. It was nothing to do with the pub itself. Um, they've booked me three times to be fair so I can't really I uh, can't really argue with that but the next two nights were absolutely wicked so I did um, Fatbird Live Language in Wigan which is proper Wigan name I'd say <laughs> um, it was fantastic like it was 200 I'm going to say it was about 200 people yeah, in there yeah. absolutely bouncing um, and then finished it off um, we did the closing for Longridge Soapbox which was interesting uh, with a Robbie Williams tribute act yeah. in the middle of it there you go um, so it was soapbox is kind of like a racing thing in it. Yeah, my mate um, Mickey Walsh, if you watch him, was actually racing. Yeah, um, I, and did, it was, I did bump into Jason. I was a bit. Yeah, it was just looked like they were in a Wallace and Gromit car flying down. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They had, yeah, I th oh, now I remember him. He was the the sidecar, but there was one that built like a Top Gun theme car, madness, madness. and then uh, the Red Barrows, who based themselves on the Red Arrows. <laughs> like the two of them literally followed the cart down in wheelbarrows it was well funny and you were the soundtrack <laughs> so uh, yeah anyway without further ado we've got our guest on today Laura Summers welcome to the podcast Hi. I know Hi. you're a listener of the podcast so it's yeah. nice to yeah, be in the hot seat yeah. today weird I know how are you doing you're, you're alright yeah no I'm fine how were yeah, your gigs this weekend yeah so um, at the Chief and Couple yeah. so it was one of my first when I restarted up for the second time singing um, so I know a lot of people in there. Um, it's just it's just a nice little pub. Yeah. Bit quiet, but there has been a few sporting things on. But no, it was a wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he was there. I want to say he's called Jack. Is he called Jack? Oh, I don't know. I don't think Still he's don't called know Jack. His name, but Every he's... time I see him, I yeah. know his name. He's and then watching. when I talk to him about him, I don't remember his name. <laughs> he's but about. He must be in, well into his sixties or maybe seventies. Well yeah, wearing glasses. And uh, he loves Dua Lipa. Yeah, he, so. I don't think he's called Jack. No, that's really. Annoying. He looks like a Jack. I'm gonna so. have to call in. He only lives like next door to the pub as yeah, well so yeah. yeah but no yeah good all right yeah <laughs> nice gig nice and friendly faces so. so how would you describe yourself laura um you're an entertainer vocalist yeah um, yeah i'm a, i'm i'm a singer um i think um i've done clubs pubs 
weddings and stuff for a long time. So I started when I was like 18, when yep. I first could start. Um, but that was like back in the days when clubs, club clubs were still about, like a lot of work in men's mm. clubs and things. Um, so, and that was a different experience. So I feel like I've got two singing like eras in like in my life that were completely different. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, um, whereas now it's more pub based, obviously. Um, a few weddings here and there and events like that, but I generally stick to pubs that I know and I like now, obviously. When did you notice that crossover between what you were saying oh, on the clubs? Oh, yeah, massive, like, massive what, what, what year, roughly, would that have been? So, <laughs> so <laughs> going to have to help me with maths. <laughs> so, I'm 41 now, and I started doing clubs when I was 18. Yeah. So, we're, we're, you know, 22 years, so we're, we're talking a good time back. Um, and it was very different. It was a different, I mean, how old are you? 31 yeah so do you know what I mean I'm still like I'm a good 10 years on you <laughs> so yeah it was different it it was it was very strange so I used to sing a lot when I first started um do you want me to wait before I tell you any more about my first started bit in case you want to ask any questions uh, we can we, we can do go on then we'll start with with our age-old question right, you, we're, we're testing you whether you actually do watch <laughs> yeah. it now uh, what does music mean to you right so there you go she's preferred this memories yeah. no it does I think it means memories everyone generally says the same yeah, thing yeah. but it's true isn't it it's like it's emotion attached to it if you're feeling fed up stick a song on that makes you feel even more fed up have a cry and you'll feel better mm. um, and I think that's the same with singing I think it is a release depending on where you're singing and <laughs> there it goes down. Um, yeah, I'm not sure it's always a release. No, it's not always a release. Just Sometimes a bit, you come yeah. out thinking, oh. But yeah, no, majority of the time it is a release. Um, so it means that it, it's a lot of emotion. It's a lot of emotion, I think, singing. I think that's what it is for me. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily happy emotion, is it? It's yeah, everything. everything. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think it's a trigger, isn't it? It triggers yeah. a lot of things. You might remember something in your life that's bad or good or amazing that happened to a song and it brings it back. And I've, I've, I mean, you'll have both found this at gigs. Sometimes you'll sing a song and for one person it's the best song in the world and they're like, oh, you know, it's my wedding song. Mm. And then the other people, it might be like, don't sing it. Yeah. So, the, yeah, I think it's just a lot of emotion and, and yeah, I enjoy it. As long as everyone else enjoying it. That's the thing, isn't <laughs> That's it? a good prepared yeah. uh, answer to that question. I didn't even prefer that, I'll be no, honest. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just Natural. winging it. It's quite funny, we've, we've asked that question to people that have watched the podcast before and they're like, oh my God, I forgot about that one. Uh, uh, like, yeah. They're literally there for about five minutes thinking about their answer. But, no. Yeah, you come in very prepared, yeah. done your research, Laura. I watch it, but honestly, I did wing it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think sometimes I'm better winging things than thinking about it because I'll forget everything I planned anyway so yeah. we, we said off camera that you're very busy oh, like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, got a yeah. lot of Life. things going on yeah. do you still find time to listen to music and sit, actually sit down um, I've tried to do it a little bit more myself recently it, it is hard yeah. it is hard because generally if I put it on in the car it gets turned over for Ariana Grande or something so <laughs> I don't really get much option at the minute but like sometimes if I get a chance in bed when I'm trying to do some other piece of work yeah. at the same time I will I don't have as much time with it as I like Generally, trying to learn new songs is more of a task now. I'd say so yeah. as well, um, yeah. I generally learn it, like, two days before I'm going to yeah. do it now. Mm. And then, again, wing it and hope it goes all right. Whereas before, I'd have practised it for months and months and then yeah. done it. Um, but, yeah, I still listen to it. Um, I do lean into stuff that originally I think, you know, oh, I'm not into them. And then two days later, I love it. Yeah. 
So I am very pop based. I love pop music. It's really it's. Uh, but as well, I like emo music. So mm-hmm. I'm both sides. You know, yeah, like a yeah. bit. Yeah, I've got to be balanced doing what yeah, we do, haven't you? Yeah. So I do like. I, I do. And it I balances love. out the emotions, that doesn't well, it? Oh, yeah. One extreme <laughs> to the other. Girl. Like, I'm gonna party. I'm gonna party. <laughs> I'm sorry. My chemical romance. It's kind of like that. That's kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I've always been like that, to be honest with you. So there's no, there's no change in what I like. But how yeah. um, how often do you actually learn? Do you learn a song every week no, for gigs? No. Have you got a little bit less lenient on that? I've changed or a strict, lot. Should I say? The problem that I find, I was talking to one this weekend, ironically at the Sheaf about it, is with the best one in the world, right? I try and bring these songs in. So, and I'm trying to do more up-to-date songs because my, I enjoy doing older songs, um, probably because of where I've got my influences from, but that doesn't always match your audience. So I do try sticking a Lady Gaga one in, or, you know, not any with rapping in, because <laughs> female <laughs> Peter Kay doesn't sound good rapping Lady Gaga. <laughs> it doesn't work. Sounds like you've tried oh, it. <laughs> no, it just doesn't work. Um, but, yeah, so... I try fitting new songs in, but sometimes you can get a full set of new songs ready. I did that this weekend at Sheath. The second half was mainly new songs. Right. And then after the first half, three people came up like, oh, can you sing this? You sang this last time. Can you sing this? Yeah. You sang this last time. So I kind of then changed it all. Yeah, because, well, at least you've got them in the bag. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So um, I got to sing a few different ones. Um, I've started doing something really weird. I don't know if it's just because I'm <laughs> getting older, midlife crisis, I don't know. But because I've decided that I am trying to close it down at the end of the year and stop singing that I'm going to try and chuck retro ones in that I used to sing in the 90s oh, nice. so they're not retro as in what I like singing 50s and 60s yeah. I'm talking like you know Jimmy Lear yeah you know, like, just like really random 90s stuff that you started off that I used to yeah. sing um, and I've got a few out Jimmy to be honest Lear. with you <laughs> Jimmy Lear. somebody was singing to it so that was quite good I didn't think anyone would react but yeah and so yeah so I do get some new songs in Um I struggle, I do struggle in the sense that I don't always think a lot of nowadays music has got two or three people in or Mm. it's got synthesised quite a lot or, you know, it's mainly about the music, not about the words. So I find it difficult unless I'm doing a ballad like an Adele one or something like that, like picking a song that sounds like it would sound to other people because I think they base you on what they've heard it like before. Yeah. So, like, I ended up doing Megan Trainor this weekend. It was all right. I don't particularly love it. But you know what? It's an up-to-date one and I can tick it off my list. Yeah, so that's, yeah so I agree. I'm doing about two or three, maybe four extra a month now, new yeah. ones. So. Well, that's probably better than me. So, yeah. <laughs> and some I'll sing. And like you said, you said <laughs> this in a previous one. Some I'm at home sound amazing. Yeah. Not amazing because I think I'm amazing. <laughs> like, for me, amazing, which is like just moderate. Yeah, yeah. So they sound good enough to sing somewhere. And I think, oh, that's good. Oh, I've got another one. I'm so chuffed. And then I'll sing it and I'll think, never again. Well, it's never yeah. again. Because you can hear yourself clearly it at home, can't you? It sounds completely no... different. It sounds completely yeah. different. I think, nope. Yeah. So I've done that a few times and then that's a bit sad because you spent ages learning it <laughs> so yeah right we'll rewind you a bit so you mentioned about your influences as you were younger yeah so what were what were your parents listening to well, this is it growing up? my parents this is what's weird so my mum and dad they're not really musical my dad's yeah. tone deaf i love him by the way so <laughs> i love him and he'll openly admit that he is tone deaf but he like him and my mum's music were very much um 
like Wigan Casino, um, and like um, they like the jam. It was all like you know all stuff like that. So yeah. they did. But when I was born, they'll have been doing the same as what I was doing. So they weren't focusing much on music. So even though we had proper records in the house and I went on the record player I was mainly listening to stuff like War of the Worlds and stuff like oh, that yeah. and I didn't be like coach so I was sitting <laughs> thinking who have I been influenced by and randomly um, it's my grandma so she used to wherever we went every Saturday without fail we'd go somewhere quite you know shopping but miles away we always did and she'd constantly play 50s and 60s 50s and 60s in the car 50, yeah, yeah yeah. so like Bobby Darren like rubber ball <laughs> oh, like, love just that. like yeah. all the old classics my granddad loved rubber ball yeah. so that's it so it's like I'm at a point where that's why I do enjoy singing in yeah. curl rooms and things because I get a chance to yeah. just like indulging stuff and I do every now and then sneak them into gigs uh, and I do like Dream Lover and you know Lipstick on Your Collar and just because I like them so I think she's probably one of the biggest influences on me because that's what I enjoy singing the most yeah but yeah but main influence my mum still puts pop music on now she's as bad as me <laughs> what do you so, think it was that like connected with you at that point because it's always weird to hear these different yeah. stories i think it's memories again i think it's memories yeah. i think like i had a good time they were like probably they were i mean i was thinking about this in the car on the way here the 80s and 90s they're both like quite specific in yeah. in what styles and trends they were and um, and i think all the things connected to them i've got memories about and that specific one every weekend with my grandma when I was that age was a good age for me so everything we were doing was enjoyable and I liked that music so that just made me think oh we're doing something great today let's put that on it's exactly the same with me that with the 50s and 60s because it reminds me of summer holidays and it it does it just stays with you doesn't it yeah going to Southport you know Blackpool and all the lyrics of the 50s and 60s are so simple and nice (laughs) anyway aren't they so it it all intertwines I chucked in there what what did I do about I started chucking in one about six months ago under the being of love shawaddy waddy I like that. Um, I started I doing that. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Run around Sue. Yeah. I've done that so many times. Now. I've started leaving it out. I'm like, overdoing it. But yeah, I love them. So that's yeah, that's where that comes from. Brilliant. So what? So you say that your parents weren't really into music as you were growing up. So how did you find your way into music? Then? Yeah. So they did like music. Yeah. They, they, they're very. Um, they love music. My mum's obsessed with musicals. Um, that was massive impact on me as well. So. How did I find my way into music? So, oh, as a child, I was really hyperactive. I'm not much different now, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, so I did lots of hobbies. My mum lent into it. She wasn't a pushy mum, but she was always like, do you want to do that? I'll let you so, dancing, singing, keyboard, you name it, drama. Yeah. <laughs> I did like I did then. Um, and so I did like little shows here and there. And then I realised that I liked singing, sang in front of school at primary school. I had, this is so old-fashioned, I feel old. I had a little cassette recorder, a yellow one, I had a tape and I had to rewind it to the exact place. A little coiled mic. Press play again. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I did that. Um, And then that kind of like opened the door for me that I can do this. Like I was on a little, but I can do it. So secondary school, obviously you get a bit more cockier. And I went in school shows and stuff. I found a couple of people that did like singing. Um, and then um, again my mum and dad were always there in the background my mum was always like you like doing plays I'll take you to shows so my mum and my grandma again my dad does stuff with me but my mum and grandma <laughs> were particularly around the music section doing them um, like we went to everything Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff and you name it I loved it 
Um, so we used to do that. And then I got to a point where you're kind of like 16, 17, can't really gig yet in mm. pubs. It's not like now, because now we have kids and everything mm. that can come in. Yeah. But back then, you know, everyone's still smoking. Mm. So that used that's a new level. That that, that was so bad <laughs> singing yeah, in a full imagine. smoke room. Yeah. Um, so it was, what do I do? And then we found out... Um, that there's like a competition circuit in Blackpool. So I did competitions in Blackpool and it was like a certain amount of hotels and you just went around Thursday night. So when you say competition, so what, just singing or talent shows? There were talent shows, but nine times out of ten it was singers. Um, But the hotels used it as entertainment. Ah. So what they'd do is you'd see the same faces and you'd know your rivals and you'd want obviously (laughs) to win the most money. And if they were there and they were good, you're like, oh, it's not happening tonight, that kind of thing. Was it the same judges as well? well? Yeah, oh. so the compare was at about three different oh. hotels and the judges are bits around. And there were new people coming every week, but some weeks, they always used to make you write down when you won, like your name, your number and everything. Some weeks, you'd get a phone call and they'd go, listen, uh, there's nobody signed up for the competition oh, this wow. week. Can you come and have you got anyone else you can bring? <laughs> so, like, basically, you were doing cheap entertainment because you think it's not gonna, they're not going to pay as much as what they'd pay someone for a gig. Mm. Um, but then other times you'd get nothing. But it was just building that confidence up and doing doing something that was different. And Blackpool's always quite busy, even midweek. So it was that was different. So do, did you think nothing of getting up and singing in front of people at that point in I your think life? I was I think I was better then than I am yeah. now. I think when you're younger, yeah. you have this sense of like not invincibility, but like oh my. it's almost like a fearlessness. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. I was watching someone the other day. I can't remember what they're doing. I think they were driving, and I was like, oh, young people driving. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I don't like driving. It's <laughs> horrific. Um, so I did that, and I was like, and then and then I started doing something else. So then I decided um, something came up in the paper. My mum showed it me, right? And it was pop stars, the original pop stars that hearsay came from, right? right? right. So that's I went, what I used to watch. That so yeah. I went for it. So I got down to the final twenty in Manchester. Right. So I was with Kim, and I was with. Um, Suzanne but what they'd done is they had like two or three people with brown hair two or three people right. with blonde bobbed hair and I had blonde bobbed hair like Suzanne so when it came to it she got through and I didn't get through ah. but we had to go back like four or five days yeah. for it wow. um, so I did that and I auditioned for pop stars arrivals so I met like Davina and, but that was it it was just like and how old were you at this point so, so right I looked this up before because I was trying to look at all <laughs> so it was two, 2000 was when the film pop stars I don't know anymore 23 to 20 years yeah, it's crazy. Um, wow. But yeah, so I think. Was that like, like Pete Waterman and all that? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that was yeah. the rivals, but the one before that was Nasty Nigel and Nicky Chapman, who does Arms Under the Hammer or yeah, whatever it yeah. is now. But it was, again, it was an experience. Like, I think you saw the back of me once and on, that was it. <laughs> but um, it was it was the experience of it and doing something different and, and that just built confidence. So um, then it went to the clubs. So then it was like, I'm old enough. How do I get into it? Somebody, my mum's friend, said, oh, in Preston, you have to, I don't know if you know about these, they're still going on now, the showcases. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, I've done one of them, yeah. So, so that's where I started. And it was, even they were different back then. So you'd go to a showcase, there'd be six acts on, you'd sing while everyone had pie and peas and stuff, and then you'd go into a room, a long corridor, right? Two men would sit at the end, <laughs> And they'd tell you how much they'd give you for working Thursday, Friday or Saturday night. Right. And that's, that's the going rate. They're not going to change it. And they'll go, are you happy with that? And you had to sign a document. Mm-hmm. And then you had to go to all these different tables of different clubs. And they said whether they wanted to book you or not. Wow. 
So that was like the first experience. That's crazy. I didn't <laughs> really know that went on. It's not. Yeah. Um, it's not so much like that now. They they it's ask different. you about your insurances, yeah. but then they ask you what your fee yeah. is. It's different. Now. So this is the work. Is this the working men's clubs kind yeah, of scene? Yeah, but only in Preston. So Preston right. have like they have a separate, and it is still going, but it's different. You, you're right. Yeah. It's changed. It's. I mean, like I was saying, we're talking twenty. Yeah, years it sounds ago. like an auction almost. But it was. But but you did get gigs. So yeah. I was working every Saturday in Preston. Um, and that's how I came across these places like Farrington. And I don't know, I don't know if it was the Working Men's Club or, but it was massive. That's been knocked down now. And that was like, it was huge. You were playing to, un- like, people, there was loads in there. Yeah. It was people out on a Saturday night to watch a singer. And they had a stage. And I don't mean like what yeah. we have now, like no. a stage. Yeah, like the a stage they is about had that high. <laughs> I remember thinking I'd done a couple of pubs there. My friend, I, I, I'd literally go into pubs and I'd say, I can sing, can I sing, can I do a gig for you? And they'd go, we'll sing me a song. And I'd sing them a song and they'd go, right, we'll book you. So that, so I got a few pubs mm. going. So I'd not been on a stage as big as this one. So I was like, okay. Right, okay. So I went on. I remember feeling really tiny because I was there. I was young. It's similar, exactly. It was near enough a week's difference from doing Southport. What we'll talk about after. Um, oh, yeah. and just being mm. like literally as well it was the 90s so I had like 90s fashion and I was young so I was wearing like a tiny dress or something I don't <laughs> even remember but um, and just thinking oh my word this is completely different because everyone's silent in clubs and they had a ruling mm. back then right. that f- for the first half you don't dance oh. that was a rule in the clubs and what happens half, if you dance you're out <laughs> so for the first half you have to sit down watch the artist pay attention second half you can dance right. and that was a thing and as well there was allotted seating so like the artist had to sit at a certain seat oh. so that you didn't like offend anyone that went every week and stuff like that Right, uh, it's like honestly there's lots, loads of like rules but they were smoking it was a complete it was a yeah. different time um but it was a, it was good it was a, it, it's it's built experience for me um and that particular gig was the one that made me think right, i want to do this forever yeah. there was an old man that sounded like a churchill dog and by the end of the <laughs> night i'd heard everyone going every time i sang a song i was like was that all right and they were going oh yes like him <laughs> so that was that was, the advert of the yeah, time or whatever so i was like I like gigging, so, so that's what made me like think, I can do it, it's alright. Um, so yeah just just let me rewind you a little bit to uh, the pop idol days then yeah so um, was it what what you you know obviously you see it on TV yeah. but was there a lot of so was it first, very like being cattle kind of yeah, thing yeah so and the second time was the first time because it was the first ever one because pop stars was the first one like before anything else um, it was different outside of Manchester outside of Granada Studios we mm. was there about five me and my mum I was there in like my alternate top like a bit sanging down flat because <laughs> <laughs> it went 90s slip back her sticking up um, yeah so everyone que- loads of glitter yeah. everyone queued up and you got in and as soon as you got in there was like PAs at the front and they were like are you ready to audition and it was like yeah but that was different because what happened then is you got shepherded in you had to sign disclaimers you all got seats mum's dad's got seats whoever came with you um, and it was very methodical it was very like right guys I want you to sing this song so you got to sing a full song and then they go right so they want... chose the song for you yeah and right. they go right uh, you this afternoon come back so I got back to the afternoon and then the afternoon it was um we're going to make you duet with someone you don't know. Yeah. And it was Don't Go Break My Heart. And it was this this guy from London. <laughs> he was really, I, I was short, but he was like a bit shorter than me. Yeah. Uh, but we did it and we got through to the next stage. And then that kind of, after that, we did something on camera and then that was it for me. But it was, you felt like you got a chance 
the for very first one, you felt like they listened to you, they were interested in you to find out if they Do you think that. they set you up, though, with the song choices and stuff no, to make think, a certain uh, person no, win? Or was it not really no, like that? I don't think it was like that. I think they just wanted to see, like, your range. Mm. By doing that, they could pick really easy, right? You're not. You yeah. can do that. Mm. Um, but then when it turned into, like, pop stars arrivals and stuff like that, it is just, like, literally hundreds. And then they let you in, they literally say, right, 30 seconds... And then if you've not sung the song that shows your voice off or the part of the song that shows your voice off and then 30 seconds, you're out, that's right. it. And did they give you any feedback or anything? No, that's it. You just, right. So the second one was just like, right, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, like five of you in a row, 30 seconds, sing, thanks, 30 seconds, sing. And then they go, right, one, two, three, in, rest, out. Wow. And that'd be it. So I got out and I've been, oh, <laughs> you just brought back another memory. So that day, what was even worse is, um, somewhere this is on an archive footage and it'll come back to haunt me, but Granada, did um, the news came for Granada, you know, yeah, yeah. TV. Yeah, no, yeah, Granada, yeah. <laughs> um, They came and did, like, GMTV or something, and they, did, and they were like, it's Elvis's birthday, and we want everyone to sing an Elvis song. So they put a group of us together in the in, in the queue singing, like, and obviously some people can't, some people can sing, some people can't sing. Everyone was singing it in a different key, oh, no. and it wasn't even an Elvis no. song. Oh, right. They didn't even pick, they picked, like, a Shaking Stevens song by accident. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm guessing that got dropped then. And then when I watched it after, I was like, oh, I'm so glad that, like, it wasn't on for too long. <laughs> Well, at least you didn't have social media oh, then, or comments coming in as well. Oh, so. But yeah, so we didn't, the second one didn't go anywhere, but I waited a bit, and Davina and Pete came out, and I was like, I'm a picture. If I've stayed here older, I'm yeah, getting a yeah. picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that was it. But it gives you a bit of confidence, and it's a bit different, and some of and to be honest with you, I'm glad it didn't go anywhere, because I don't think I'd have wanted it, realistically. No. I think I just thought, ooh. Try this. Yeah, but could be famous or whatever. I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't want it. I, I don't. I, but I think you find that with age, don't you? You find yourself with age, and you think, "I'm really glad that I didn't do that." Yeah. Talk to us about the showcasing. Then, so was that um, like a traumatic experience or quite? Or no, you, it was all right. you just throw yourself into that? Yeah, and it's all right. You got gigs off the back yeah, of it. Yeah, that's it. Times are different, yeah. um, and I did get a lot of gigs off it. It literally was like every weekend. Yeah. Um, and they were really nice. So they were nice people. They, you know, they just had a process that they followed and it must have worked for them. Um, so I did that for a few years and did a lot of, like, the same clubs, like, mainly Preston were. Um, and I did a few in Leyland that have, some of Claws now and changed. Uh, and I don't actually think I did any in Copple. They were ma- it was mainly Leyland and Preston back then. And then we found yourself at the at the um, so outdoor close. gig. Yeah, no, so so we did we did briefly cover yeah. this um, on our things that go wrong episode, <laughs> but we didn't get much context behind it because obviously we yeah, just no. asked for messages. So uh, go on, what so happened what there happened then? Was is, so this is your worst gig so up to this is, point. So this yeah, this was early. This yeah, was like yeah. before proper gigging. So this was in between competitions and starting to gig, right? So what had happened is, is I was in a talent competition at Southport and they've got a big, like, it's not the floral hall, it's the it's in the kind of next to the town hall, it's still going now. And um, I went to this talent competition and I can't remember, I didn't come first, but I came somewhere in it. And um, they said, right, what we're doing is, is everyone that's been in the talent show that we've like we've took a liking to, we're going to put on a showcase this, this weekend. Um, it's, it's quite big. The bandstand's all going to be set up for you, the seating and everything. The air show's starting after, so, you know, it'll be really good, you know, good coverage for your people, you know, see you. Um, so, and I remember going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, going to my mum going, I'm, I'm singing... Uh, 
at the bandstand, my obviously again nineties. So my mum took me out for an outfit that was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> like back then, it Union wasn't. Jack. Oh, that was worse. <laughs> and that, there's a picture of it somewhere. It's like it back then, and honestly, it was this. This was the the thing back then because it was Spice Girls era kind of thing. So it was like like blue pu like leggingy pant things mm. with like a silver roll and a top. So imagine like steps but gone wrong kind of thing. <laughs> Um, and probably butterfly clips but I can't remember for certain lots of glitter again Um, that's not changed but um, so mum took me out for an outfit I'd planned all these songs again so back then because you're young you and I'd not gigged so I'd not got in my brain yet you know you sing what people like you know because that's I think that's one thing that does constrain you quite a bit in gig and does get you sometimes is you're singing what people like not necessarily what you like to sing so I picked songs I can't even tell you what I sung I can't even tell you what I sung but I didn't do two the songs weren't horrific one of them I don't even know if this is a lie or not but I think I sung like radio which had been done by Martin McCutcheon but it was like a 70s classic and uh and I got everything ready and I'd learned these songs and repeated them over and over and over again. <laughs> just kept, and again, like, play the card, play the card, just, you know, just repeating them. And the day I came, I was so nervous. Like, I had my outfit on, my squeaky outfit. And I was like, mm, like, oh, I hope it goes all right. And we got there and it was like, right, don't worry, I'm running a bit behind. So just relax, take it easy, everything's fine. You'll probably go on this time. Da, da, da. People sat down, mum and dad time. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I saw these people, and there was a couple, and I was like, oh, they were really good. And there was someone was like, oh, that's okay because they sound like me. Because that's what you don't mean to do that, but you do compare yourself with other oh, yeah. people just to Natural, try and gauge if you're all right. Yeah. And that's, if you should, if you're worthy that's to it. do and the I'm, gig. That's it. I keep trying to explain this to my daughter that when I'm listening to the people, I'm not doing it to say, oh, you know, I'm listening to the people to say, am I at a level where I should be to be able to yeah. be doing this? Where I'm like, you that's know, right, robbing yeah. people, wouldn't it? Because yeah. I say, if you do, no, you worry, do yeah. don't you? It's just a, yeah. So I had all this stress and worry, and then literally it, that's how it happened. So I got up on this bandstand with all these people watching me with massive speakers, because they weren't my speakers, because it was like their setup, yeah. a microphone I'd never used before. <laughs> <laughs> so like the verb on it wasn't very good at all. It was like hardly anything. Press play, and literally I think I got like the first sentence out, and then it was like... <laughs> <laughs> Red arrows and came I, over the top of you. <laughs> I could hardly hear myself. So I was like, I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> but truthfully, who knows? They clapped. But I think it was more like, well done for fighting the plane. Fighting the jets. So yeah, so. And it was, and it's them days, and it still happens now, doesn't it? You have them days where you're like, Oh, what oh, yeah. just happened? No, yeah. But we've only got thirty seconds before no, we have to have a break. But um, okay. can you remember that feeling? And was it like, oh, I'm not gigging after this again? Did you have a meltdown? Or no, I think I was just like, that was awkward, yeah. <laughs> and then just moved on. Yeah, yeah. Youth. On to the next. More, yeah. Let's try something else. <laughs> right, we're yeah. going to take a really quick break there, and uh, we'll see you shortly for part two. Thank you very much. Cool. Hello, it's Lee from the One More Songcast with another shameless self promotion. Yep, my new single, God's No Help, is coming out on the 12th of January 2024. I need all you legends to get behind it, because I'm really proud of this one. It's recorded with Sugarhouse Music. AD Hall is uh, one of the producers, and he's been on the podcast recently. So, to help me out, what you've got to do is pre-save or pre-order the single from iTunes or Spotify via the link in the description below. So, click on the link... Choose your platform, and what you'll do is you'll have to log into your account on iTunes or Spotify. So grab your login details to help you out with that one. 
once you've done it, it'll say pre-saved, done. And then on the day of the single's release, it goes straight into your library, ready for you to get your ears wrapped around it. Accommodating that, there'll be a lyric video coming out shortly after. So keep an eye on my social media pages, at Defined by the Music on Instagram, at Defined by Music on TikTok, or at Defined by Official on Facebook. And just keep up to date with it. Like every post, share it about and really help me out and get this to reach as many people as possible. Tell your friends. Back to the episode. All right. Welcome back. Part two. We're here with Laura Summers. How are we doing, Laura? Yeah, Enjoying good. it so far? Yeah, good. What's it like being behind the camera and not right. watching it on the screen? Yeah, <laughs> you're, right. you're doing a good job so you far. Like, seems pretty chilled. Don't pay attention to the camera, but it's more like because I'm really sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are oh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. had a, We had a guy called Gary McIntosh on last week, a promoter in Blackpool, and, and uh, Steffi had put that couch out for us, and uh, we're dead low down. Oh, no. <laughs> and and Gary's up there. there. <laughs> we're like, oh, right. Gary, how you doing? Gary. It's quite funny to me. Gary. Right, so we've talked about about um, the shocking gig yeah um, so how did things transpire from there and then it just went on so obviously like I said then I started doing the clubs um, and I did them for some years uh, and picked up local pubs a lot in Leyland like I said some have shut now some are still there but go under different names mm. and they were, they were the clubs were very there was odd ones that were a bit strange because they had more rules than others but most were nice and relaxed um, so I carried on doing that for some time until I got married and um, we moved away. So we moved to Norfolk because my husband was in the area. It's so weird, this, mm. right? So he's from Ipswich. Right. Yeah. My, no, my grandparents from Norfolk. Stephanie's from Kings Lynn. Norway. So you're... we were right near, so we were best in Marham. So we could travel to Kings Lynn yeah. or um, like... Oh, Norwich was like miles. Yeah. So, and in that base, I mean, you'll know, there's not actually much rain no. there. So it was a case of... Stay on the base. We had friends and we used to like taking turns to go each of those. But what we mainly did was eat or right. drink. Because yeah, it yeah. was like, what are you going to do tonight? Nothing and then, else to do. I remember eating a full meal, like for tea, putting some on the telly. It was about nine o'clock at night. And then somebody phoned up and was like, we're going pizza, are you coming? <laughs> and we went and had another meal. Just right, <laughs> nothing to do. Um, so there I sang, I sang every now and then at like the club, the families club, not the other clubs that you go to when you've not got the families club. Yeah. You say it was an RAF base? Yeah. Was it the mess hall then? Is that what they call it? Yeah, they, yeah. well, they've got, oh, yeah. they've got the families club, which is like where you take your kids and stuff and you can stay till late. And then they've got the rugby club, which you don't win unless you're a rugby player and you want to get very drunk. Right, yeah. Uh, and then a ball, which is a bowling alley and a bar, which like everyone else goes to. So it's like, there's quite a few options yeah. of bars or eateries. Mm. But that's <laughs> like, that's the two things that you can do. Uh, make sure you don't run over any deer. Or, uh, it's always, a, a deer, literally, I thought it was a bird flying low one morning so it's at Tesco. So deer rooms right near Norwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I travelled there every day and I travelled at like four and five in the morning some days where I was at Tesco and I saw something at the side of the car. I was in a Nissan Prime moment back then and I was like what's that bird doing and all of a sudden this massive deer ran out in front and it went past me because I break quick but you know and you're like (laughs) so so yeah so we did that I sang a few times up there um, moved back up here um, due to um, my mother-in-law um, got very ill with cancer so we moved back up here Ben had to come out the RAF because he wouldn't let us transfer and stuff Um, and we settled back in in Coppel 
And at that point, I did start doing odd bits and bobs again, but nothing massive. I didn't have equipment. So if somebody said, we sing at our pub, I've got a system, I'd mm. do a few bits. So how long was this gap between the 18-year-old mm. self and then moving away? I think married. Not long, because we were married a year down there. Talking probably four or five years, if Yeah, that. yeah. Probably four. Did you feel like you, you, when you got back to singing, because I've done it where I've had a couple of weeks off or months off and your voice is just start, you start again? Mine's almost. changing weekly now. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's age. Mm, don't know. Um, and I did come back. So I had children and at that point it was very much like I was child-minding. I felt like I needed a bit more money, but I didn't know how to do it. Ben was on at the weekends. I can sing, so... Ben sold one of his precious possessions, his mini, so that I could get my singing in. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> and to be fair, we needed a family car anyway, so that's how it was. Uh, and I got a system again. And this time I did a few open mic nights, because that's where the transition had come to get gigs again. I was a bit older, so it's like, am I as like, confident to just walk in and say, give me a gig? I'm not sure. I did a few open mic nights, and I found that from them, generally, I only got like one or two yeah so I have did to you find the response at the open mic nights all gave right. you confidence to to think i can do this again it was just all right yeah I think yeah the very because they don't know what's coming on next no. or what's been on you don't also don't know what kind of pub it is um so it's 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 a hard thing to call as well you'll enjoy this our game later on actually we've got a game got a for game. you as well it's to do open mics is in that game so uh, yeah yeah it's very it's it's a strange thing. I had a few negative comments at an open mic, and I was going to say this to you like before this. Right, okay. This. But like, there's like a few. There's di- everyone's different. There's loads of different people. Like you guys play guitar, play in the band, and you're great. And there's no like, as me as just a singer with a system, that's fine. And there's no like negativity. But I used to get a few times at open mic nights to be like, mm. Mm, you're not playing guitar. Yeah, there is a bit of that. Isn't and the thing, right. of, oh, you can't read music. But yeah. the thing is, is I can be music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I can play keyboard, but I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. It's just not me. Um, so I did. That put me off doing them. Mm. There was a few people that were a bit like that, yeah. and I was a bit like, oh. You're going to enjoy the game, awkward. actually. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then after that, I was like, right, I'm going to just have to start phoning people again. And that's yeah. literally what I did. Got in contact with the chief because I knew uh, Joanna ran it, so she gave me like one of my first gigs back. And then I did uh, the Rose and Crane and Charlie, and I literally just messaged everyone that I used to know or people that I knew, and they started giving me gigs. My dad, this is where my dad comes into it. So my dad, he, he's helped me in loads of stuff. We do proper, like, outdoorsy stuff with my dad, not music <laughs> stuff, proper, like, fishing. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but he, ironically, worked in a speaker shop. Oh. So... And he made speakers, wow. so he knows quite a lot about speakers. So, hence when you talk to me about like speakers and stuff, yeah. I have no idea because I just let my dad yeah, do it. Shut your dad, yeah. um, and I, and another one, he dropped in about not long ago, like a year ago, but he roded for the real thing. You know, he sang you right. to me or everything because yeah, yeah. they came for the speakers and a roded dropped out. Oh. So he did it one night for him. Oh, wow. So, um, but yeah, so he came with me and said, right get them speakers because we somebody tried like proper ripping us off somewhere and my dad's like that will not do anything that you need it to do so we went somewhere else went to darwin ironically yeah. uh, and they were brilliant and like we got everything we needed still same system now still going i've like, literally not changed anything was it from an actual shop or um yeah, it's from a shop. Is it um, what's it called? Is, is it Reedy's or whatever? Is it called Reedy's? It's, it's a great big. It's like on a corner, and it's in, in Darwin. Blackburn, oh, Darwin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, but they were really good. Um, 
and they've done like a few things like check the speakers over and everything since and just like not charging you know they've been really good at yeah. upkeeping it and look and helping me out um so we got it from the and from then I did all these gigs and then from that obviously you get word of mouth and someone will say well I know somebody that knows somebody so those gigs went well then at the start yeah, so, yeah and that's how it's kind of gone mm. um obviously other than covid um it's just gone it's gone as it is now all right and yeah similar faces similar places and and that's the difference when i was younger i think i'd like to go further afield i did a few odd like i said things in blackpool but now with family kids i want to stay as close as possible so local more local the better mm. yeah really. so you so you said there was a, a bit of a shift in uh, like busy working men's clubs so when you came from living in norfolk to yeah. them coming back yeah did you go mainly into the pubs so then it was mainly pubs yeah a lot of, so a lot you, of was that a bit doing. of a shock then uh, because they are always the busiest are yeah. they and it's a different vibe I think, yeah i think it's and again it had changed um even pubs had changed so i know this sounds daft but the smoking thing did affect it massively so it might have wrecked your voice and you might have sounded awful when you came out but because <laughs> uh, it was a full room of it um but when the smoking stopped, I do think it died down, but there wasn't as many people in as there used to yeah. be. Um, but the pubs were, it was, it was a bit different, but it was still the same, the same, you know, go in, set up, see if there's any friendly faces, try and play to them, <laughs> sing your songs, <laughs> hopefully get paid. So what were your initial challenges getting back into it then? I think it's just confidence. I think every yeah. time you leave something or yeah. you've not done it for a while or it's a different audience, it's it's a challenge uh, and music changing again. I was going to so, say, did when you came back to yeah. it, did you have a slightly... So again, you always have to add new ones yeah. and, and I forget that, I've, that I learned all these really strange, obscure songs <laughs> when I was younger and then they come back to oh. me and I forget they even existed. Um... So it did change a lot. I still kept with my favourites, like my old 50s and 60s ones. I do different ones, but I still add that as like a core in the background. Yeah. And, and, and again, getting older, doing more pubs, then you find out, right, I'm singing for them. So I need to get something that's going to make them want me to come back. And that's when you get like... Was that difficult or, or had you learnt that from being younger that I'd, that was I the case? I think I'd got there. You know, it was a journey, but I got there. Um, but when you do get there, then again, you are slightly disappointed because you are you know you are singing songs and they are enjoying it. So that gives you you know great. We're having a good time. It's going down well. <laughs> I'm like come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but equally, then you're like you kind of lost a bit of yourself because yeah. you're not necessarily singing what you feel inside yeah. Yeah. singing i think when i started out i was like always thinking right i'm gonna be the one like to introduce people to these songs and they're gonna like it just like i yeah, do and then it. just like you get them like yeah that one you did in the middle like what was i wasn't it? feeling it <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah you forget how it is to like listen to a song you've yeah. never heard it when you yeah. go and see someone famous yeah. don't you? yeah and it's a shame because i think it's a shame that it is the standards. The standard songs always go down well. They do. It is. But and then you sometimes you can be doing one and you're hating it and they're not particularly enjoying it either. And, and you're like, you think, why are we both this? hating it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've done that a few times as well. You're singing it and half of you're thinking, you nearly got them. Just get it done. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. I find, because I start, started off on solely backing tracks yeah. and you've, you've, you've not got that luxury of just pressing stop, no. have you? No, so yeah, it no. could be a five minute oh. song and you're like, oh shit. What I have learned is back in the early days, I'd leave him 
you know, when it finishes at the end, and some have ridiculous endings on the yeah, like, no. There's one, I can't remember what it was, but at the end it's like a spaceship taking off and it went on for about 30 seconds. When I was younger, I used to leave it on and just <laughs> smile awkwardly, whereas like now I'll just like fade it out. But then you have to remember to turn it back yeah. up again when you start again. <laughs> yeah. So I have had a few minutes where I'm like, what have I just done there? Did I just turn that down? Yeah, so, that is the nightmare. That's not something uh, I don't miss about that. It's because sometimes I don't always edit. You can edit the tracks yeah. on the computer and that. But yeah, yeah you just like, there's some that are just uh, not oh, good And also, they? when you think you've got a backing track and you and you look at it and you think, that's one that I had before, that's right. And then you get there and it's a completely different song. Yeah. <laughs> but it has the same title. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, no, yeah. I don't even know this song. Funny oh. story about that, actually. Um, I did a gig in the early days and I'd down... Do you tend to get them off karaoke karaoke version or whatever There's it is? some of them, yeah. There's yeah, well, I got them. one and, and you can customise the track and I hadn't taken the lead vocal off the no, track. So, so I got I've done that once, ironically, with one of them do a leaf of songs a week. <laughs> and it's just it's this auto-tune thing in the background. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what the song was now. It's a... Uh, I get bad, a little help <laughs> from my friends. friends. <laughs> it was just this guy doing... <laughs> and it's like, oh, no... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst one I had was with backing tracks. So I don't do it often, but yeah. I'm sort of starting to work it in yeah, where in I feel like it's necessary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I didn't download the single version of All Night Long by Lionel oh, Richie. No. And it goes on for five <laughs> minutes. So I'm like, there going, right, I'm done now. Uh, is oh, it the intro still going? Oh, it's still going. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not just the intro. The intro's not too bad. Right, just because it longer But it's the, longer, the yeah. end. The end of it. The end, and like sometimes yeah. they're doing double the section yeah. just before the yeah. chorus. So I'm like, there was a song the other day I was listening to one. I can't remember what I, I, there was, it was one ironically that I was learning. And I sang it with one backing track, and then I put it on, and it added an extra verse. But even on the album right. version, there isn't an extra verse. So mm. I don't know where they've got this. No. Like maybe from a live version maybe or a demo or something. Up, yeah. Do you say you play keyboard? Do, do you find that you enjoyed singing to the backing tracks because you got more freedom to move around, or do you actually find the backing tracks quite restricting in this structure? And you, it's not like you can go on a website and take bits no, out, can not. you? And, uh, it's a bit of both. I think yeah. it's a bit of both. Um, I think when you're playing something else as well, you are always aware of that can also go wrong yeah, as well yeah. as singing. So that's slightly added. Um, but equally with a backing track, I think. I've always been somebody that stands up when I sing and I always move around. I mean, Poppy says, why are you bothering? Because you're just moving forward and backwards. So, you know, she's right, to be fair. I am just moving forward and backwards. But I do find it easier to chat to people yeah. if I'm stood up and I'm, I am a talker. I feel uncomfortable silences with my voice as much as possible to feel less uncomfortable so I will chat to people in between songs and try and get some rapport up with them and I think that does give you a chance if you're not having to worry about anything else just press pause on it have a chat and then start again so it does give you a little bit more freedom than having to prepare for your next your next setup I think um but yeah so what do you think your gig highlight has been then overall yeah so we've we've moved now from you gigging regularly yeah. aren't you when yeah. you got back from yeah. norfolk so yeah. what was what was your best gig do you think yeah so from then to now um like i said very local and, I th- and i'm gonna say this i'm not gonna name the place um we were talking about it before <laughs> but there's a place that i can do and it is the best gig and also can be the worst gig okay, in the yeah, same yeah. night it's busy it's got lots of nice people and it, they're always cheering they always want more it doesn't stop it's very noisy and and that does make you feel good when everyone's like oh you know yeah 
<laughs> you know, you love that. And when you start doing random stuff like going, come on, everybody, and then they start doing it, you feel a little bit like Robbie Williams, that should be that guy over there. I've got to do it every now and then. Give myself a ref. Come on, you do it. Yeah, yeah. I hate it when um, you do that, though. Nothing. That's oh, it. Nothing. Fuck. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, you didn't oh. get it. All right. I'll just carry on. Yeah. Um, every time I do that, though, I always feel that Lee Mack. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Robbie. And we've paid 80 quid to come and see you, so it'd be nice yeah. if you could sing it for us. Yeah. I'll do it every now and then. There's a few songs that I know, right, I'm going to do it in this one. There's like two or three songs that are specifically... I mean, yeah. I do it every time with Sweet Caroline, because to be honest with you, they're not listening to you when you're singing Sweet Caroline anyway. Save your voice, let them do um, it. But yeah, like I said, and again, that's just because it, it, cause it is so high, it can just go over the top and people can just be a bit a bit too much when they get a bit too drunk yeah. or there's fights like we've talked about before um, and things like that. Hmm. But yeah, that's probably one of my best gigs, and probably still is. <laughs> but equally dubious about it, quite a lot when I go. So yeah. Do you do any medleys in your back and no, tracks or anything? No, <laughs> I, no, I've delivered it, and then I play them. And nine times out of ten, there's one song that is just like a completely different key to <laughs> yeah. the four that's in it. So I'm like, and no. And I'm very honest with people, like, this weekend, like, you see Whitney Houston. I don't do Whitney Houston because no. I'm not Whitney Houston. I don't sound like Whitney Houston. And I think that I'm never going to sound like Whitney Houston. So I'm not going to wreck a song by doing something that's so... Yeah. It's like I people, just don't do it. People requested Queen for me, and I'm like, like have you listened yeah. to me? You know, am I going to get anywhere near Freddie Mercury's vocal the, range? Yeah. Like, come on. I don't, it's not, that's it. And there's crazy a little thing, easy Yeah, one. crazy little yeah. thing's easy, but then it's just the lyrics. I can't be bothered. No. <laughs> I get asked a lot of like, low songs, really low songs, like a lot of Neil Diamond. Um, but again, even with Sweet Caroline's bit, that that's, then I get people to join in. It's got really low bits. Oh, yeah. And like, Do you sing it in the original key? Yeah. Bloody hell. So if I sing it, I have Sing them low for me. And oh, this is it. So yeah. then we talk about voice changing. So my voice has changed again. Yeah. So I felt like when I lost, I lost weight and gained weight, but when I lost a lot of weight, it went up a bit. And now I've gained weight. It's gone lower than ever. Right. I don't know if it's weight or if it's age because I've got a bit older or I've been singing that long that it's just gone lower. But I can hit notes lower that I've not been able to mm. do before. Um, and I'm not, I don't enjoy high singing. I don't enjoy straining. I like doing songs that I can just do and <laughs> not yeah. worry about. I think that's the thing. You kind of, when you're younger, you want to get higher yeah, and higher. Like, and especially when you're a bloke, actually. Yeah. I think you want to get like, oh, I want to reach that top note because yeah. that, that sounds amazing. For, for women, it's like, oh, yeah, I can't get that low. It's literally the opposite yeah. way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And there is, like I said, there is singers that it's just like, you can't get, you know, you could, it's never going to be the same because a lot of them as well, you know, they've got all the production behind it and everything, but it's just not worth doing. So there are some things that I will say, no, and I will say because I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. Or because I don't want to sing pants. Mm. So. I feel like you sing everything in copy key though, don't you? Pretty much. There's so, a couple that yeah, I've changed, yeah. um, but I mainly sing in copy key. Mm. I know some people that swap um, octaves halfway through the song oh, but yeah. I don't like doing that because no. I feel really awkward no. and then I start thinking does it sound like that so I don't do that <laughs> um, if I can't sing it and I can't find a key that fits right I won't do it I'm just like no it's enough from, from me I'm <laughs> I, out <laughs> I think you stick. can get away with it on certain songs so like uh, I know Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters he done the acoustic version of Everlong on their greatest yeah. hits and he just came down oh, for yeah. the choruses and it worked because it's it just works. him and a guitar yeah 
But that's it. But he did that in the original. That's Can it. you imagine him doing that's that it. in the original? It's just like this music's absolutely blasting. He's going, yeah. everything It's like <laughs> for years I didn't sing Proud Mary, The Light of Unlights in a pub. And I do like that song, Ironically. For years I didn't sing it because everybody that goes out and sings it sings it higher, right? Mm. When it goes up. Mm. But if you oh, listen yeah. to most of her live recordings, she stays at the same key. Yeah. And the same octave that she doesn't go up one. It's a backing singers that go up. Uh, yeah. And she can do it because I've heard her do it. But there is some recordings, so that's what I do now. I sing Proud yes. Mary, but I sing it all in the same octave. And when she goes Proud Mary, I stay Proud Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so I can sing it now and I, I love enjoy the diagram. it. And it sounds alright. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and what it was, works. <laughs> speaking of requests, we well, got asked for oh, Brian Adams the other week, didn't we? Which one? Uh, oh no, basically it was. It started off summer of '69, and then like, you're like what's that other Brian Adams song? It's like, like every everything I do, I do it for love. That was the and one. She was like, it? "Yeah, do that one." And he's like, "Well, we don't know it." She's like, "Come on, just do it." Do it. Yeah. I did that with the Killers. You have. I've done it twice now, and you know sometimes you get instant regret. I've done that with one other song. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I think it was the Kazi Chiefs. I did it to write, and I was like, "What am I doing?" But um, the twice now they've asked me to do the Killers, and. Uh, I, I, I did it. I don't think it sounded great. I made sure nobody was live recording at times. Yeah, that's the thing. But they were enjoying it, and I let them sing a lot of it. Um, and I sang a bit of it, but I was like, no cameras. <laughs> do you know what always happens to me, though, is, you know, when venues go on the Facebook Live, oh, they always it. do it on the fucking ones. On, that, your, on uh, your new song, the one that you're not sure about, yeah, or the one you think you will be about. They yeah. always do it. They always do it. And I think they're doing it. They're doing it. And yeah. then what happened the other week is... They left it out for three songs. <laughs> so the pressure was like, oh, and these people kept dancing in front. You yeah. saw it. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. The people kept dancing in front of it. And then they moved it. And one of them turned over and off. She said, no, let, let me see it. And I was like, no, go on. Go in front of it. Go in front of it. Please. <laughs> and then you always get some backing me. vocal of some pissed oh, like, yeah, guy yeah. at the bar. Like, they won't be able to eat yeah, anyway yeah. because he's singing it along. Yeah. But yeah. That's normally me at the gig. Like, my missus will take a video and then she's like, I can't actually hear them because yeah. you're fucking you singing. <laughs> we did that in York. We went to York for our anniversary and there was a guy and he was doing all the Oasis and everything. Oh, I was singing away and Ben's going, Orange. <laughs> I do it all the time. I harmonise as well to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ben hates it, can't stop himself. <laughs> every time he puts it on, I'm there singing to By The Way. And he's like, every time, every time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just no, like it. Just want to be John for Sean. That's it. So um, moving through those years, so we sort of spoke a little bit off this off camera about this. Um, is what it's like being a female generally gigging yeah. because it'll be a very different experience to yeah. males for a lot of the obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. A lot of men are dickheads. Um, <laughs> so, some women as well. <laughs> so do you go to gigs in fear of that impersonal space invadement? In, I, I think invadement. it's changed. Is that a word? It, in, in, invasion. I think it's changed. Back in the day, there was bouncers. There was always bouncers. Yeah. On the door. In clubs, you always had a couple of blokes that were, like, in charge. Anyone was giving any hassle, straight out. Mm. Same with bouncers, straight out. Um, more so, I think, after COVID, I don't know if black people just don't do bouncers anymore, but there's no bouncers. Probably budgets and, and that, And really. I found that what I've paid attention to more, because I do go by myself now, whereas, like, because um, I've got kids, so my mum and dad, or my husband has the kids, you know, if my husband's working, um, I do go by myself now, so it is a conscious thought of, um, I have seen people do daft stuff. I have had people try things in various places. Um, 
So I am quite aware of that and going here, do I want to do here at night? Because there's somewhere I can do it day two. Um, and I don't do it at night there anymore for that reason, because the fight broke out. There was two girls behind the bar, no bouncers, and they were trying to like rob my equipment. So that's very much... Right. And then that's like, that wasn't a man thing. That was just, just you know. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there are, you know, men will get it too. Um, but you do, you know, if people are drunk, they will push it a bit too far. Um, and like I said to you before, it's always midway through a song. So like, I'm still generally trying to sing <laughs> yeah. um, while craziness is going on. So it does give you a bit of anxiety around, am I safe? Uh, and it is one of the things that has also a little bit, not mainly, it's not the main thing, but main think about added to the fact that mm. I'm finishing it and thinking finishing at the end of this year. Oh, it's thinking now, is it? No, I am. <laughs> I keep doing that. It's just because I need money. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> but no, I need to, because again, you know about the earring thing. Yeah. There's there's new, there's new five or six things that have affected what I'm doing currently and I'd rather leave what I'm doing on a high where I'm still getting yeah. requests to do gigs in new places than me constantly worrying if I can hear what I'm singing yeah. or if someone's going to try something and there's no bounces to help out and there's lots of things mm. um i think like i said times have changed and i've got different priorities and and i know that i mean we'll probably talk about this in a minute but i know the things that you're worried about about your hearing that is something that you specifically do worry about more mm. and because i've been doing it for so long now it is affecting it yep. and i and um i sent you an article the other day Famous musicians, there's loads of them that can't hear yeah. literally anything. And I, and I like music, so I don't want to get to the point yeah. where I can't enjoy music because I've lost my hearing. Mm. Uh, and the kids as well, you know, I want to hear the kids and what they're doing, so I don't want to, I don't want to lose Yeah, that. we're going to cover that in the next part a little bit, if that's all right with you. Yes, um, so um, what would you change about the local music scene at the minute then, um, um, generally? Would it be more protection? But it's difficult, isn't it? Because it is. the budgets aren't they're there. Struggling. And... Pubs are struggling because of the economy. Yeah. Economy. What am I doing? Economy. You're getting like me. Um, I know. Um, it's because you can't do them tongue twisters before. Um, and I think, so they're struggling. So they have to, they do have to weigh up if they need that extra protection or not. Um, I could take somebody with me, but again, it's having that person. And as well, it's awkward. When you take someone with you, you've got that duty, uh, not curtain, but I feel really awful when my dad's just sat there clapping yeah, at me. Yeah. Like, and he's got no one to talk to. So, and Ben, the same, anyone the same, you know, that comes. Um, so I think, what would I change? I think it's developing itself. I yeah. think we are, I know on just George's of week, you were talking about new music and things. I think it will develop a bit more. With people like Lewis Capaldi and things, he started in clubs. Um, and I do think more people are doing their own songs and things. So I think that'll develop mm. probably more. Um, I don't think there's anything you could change. I, I, you can't because of the situation. No. If it was a perfect world, you'd have more bouncers, you know. Um, the pubs would be able to chat be cheaper like they used to be so more people come in but more people are choosing at home because cost of living so yeah. there's nothing you can change but i think it is what it is but it still getting gigs everyone's Definitely, getting gigs yeah. the gigs are still is, there aren't they it is hard and um, i know a couple of places of all places bama bridge yeah. where they have to have doorman on like yeah. as part of their license yeah. so they probably there is the odd places that like that yeah probably don't want to because of the cost but they have but to because yeah. it, I, I think it's when it comes into a somewhere. residential area as well yeah. 
it's it is so hard because again you kind of want that you want them to be able to just yeah. come close and like you know when you've had a gobshite come out to see it's going oh sing this one oh you're rubbish yeah do you know what i'm like uh, go on then yeah you do yeah. it yeah and sometimes That's it's it. great like there's like it's it's down to i mean i'm not talking about the one that i was talking about before but somebody else wants um, and this was a woman. She came up, and this was early on in Charlie somewhere <laughs> that I'm not going to name. And she came up, exposed up top, and then as a distraction to try and get really? my microphone or oh off. My God. And and they didn't have answers. And it's that that makes the difference. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Like I could take that back, which I did. But what are the repercussions then? No. When I'm, you, you have know, to be careful, though. I don't, yeah. If they're the kind of person that would do that, what are they going to do to me? Yeah. So, yeah, it is a... <laughs> that's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll break off there, have a very quick break, and we'll be back shortly for part three. Cool. See you in a minute. Cheers. Hello there. Sorry to interrupt your episode. Just going to take a moment out to advertise me and my massive ego. No, we'd like you to go and check me out as a performer. It's Luke B. Sings on Facebook and Instagram. I don't do all the TikTok and all that business, so it's just those two social medias. You can have a little look at my upcoming gig dates. You can have a look at a few cover videos and stuff like that. And yeah, just generally see what I'm up to as a, as a solo performer and as a member of the One More Song trio and Age Gap duo as well. So yeah, go and check me out. Give me a like and a follow. And uh, for all inquiries and whatever else, just drop me a message on, on one of those pages. Back to the episode. Right, we're back for part three. And uh, this, I think, will be the most informative part of the episode. So Laura, you've mentioned at the end of this year, you've mentioned a couple of times that that's going to be <laughs> it for you singing. Yeah. Um, so that's quite a big decision to make. Yeah. So what's brought you to that decision? So a few things. So like I said, pubs have changed. And they will be changed for the better. Um, but there is less support there with less bounces, less, you know, it's, mm. it is more difficult. It's a more challenging environment, more challenging environment when there isn't as many people in because they're staying in. Some are booming, but you don't know what night you're going to get. No. Uh, and as you've talked about before, it can be soul destroying when there's like two in. Or even if you have got a few in and they're just the too busy thinking about something else. It's... Yeah. it's it's quite an emotional thing to do in it, it singing. It's very up and um, down, yeah. and, you, and I think your mood then comes out of whatever people give back to you when you're singing. Definitely. So um, that's one of the factors too, is obviously I'm a family person, so I've got like mum, dad, nan, but mainly like two kids, husband, job, <laughs> and doing like uni work. So I've like packed so much in that I'm finding, I'm getting to a point now where, like I said, I do struggle more to learn new songs, I don't rehearse before I go. I just wing it. Um, yeah. And I find that puts a lot more pressure on me when I do it. Mm. I'm not as confident as I used to be. Not as confident in myself as I used to be. Don't feel the same person. I feel more tired. Um, What's it like as well having kids um, that are sort of getting towards the teenage years, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, um, so Then being out Friday, Saturday as well. Yeah. Like Obviously, it'd be nice to do stuff with them, it's I imagine. Push, so we do do stuff, but they've mainly got hobbies. So we will generally Sundays are there to do things because, yeah. again, Saturday they've got hobbies. Um, but like I said, like tucking them up in bed and then me having to go and get ready and go out isn't the nicest thing, you know. Do you find with, that you're not fully present as well, them. like during the day because you're thinking the so gig's coming up? So sometimes, like, the good thing now is, is that they are at the age where they do understand it. So mm. And it's funny because um, both of them, mainly Oscar, because he's not got... Poppy's quite aware of herself, so she, like, would not say certain things, whereas Oscar is just... 
Oscar. So he will go into school singing some 60s classic <laughs> that I've been practising. And I'm like, where have you heard that? Um, so he does like learning about it. He is quite, he likes all the 40s stuff because right. he's into war. So when I start doing all the 40s stuff for the Kerhorns, he loves it. Uh, and I go, come and listen to a Come and listen to a long way to Tipperary. <laughs> I'm trying to learn the words. So. And they both are into music, so poppy dances. And she has... And I don't just mean this. And I know people are like, I'm biased about kids. But she's got a better voice than me because her range is so much higher and she can reach as low as I can. So I'm trying to nurture it, not put her off like we were talking about before. But then I would be able to be the two supporter would you want her to go and sing in the pubs and stuff based on what you said it's hard (laughs) it's hard but it's different because i think when i went into it nobody i knew was in it so like my mum and dad would go but everybody was new to it and even now you know i'm fat you find something out at every gig you learn something new and i think if you had somebody that knew what it was like and was the to be aware of that for you then you wouldn't have that worry so because i've done it i could nurture that yeah. and protect her that's it well done it protect no, her. Yeah. um be a bouncer um <laughs> Get doing I, the wedding gigs <laughs> is it? but the, what i've said is like it that's the thing money is a big part of it irrelevant of what i never said it is a big part and the thing is is i said to her, like she could stay at home go to uni and then instead of working full-time somewhere in between uni you could do a couple of gigs and earn yep. the same money. So it is an option. Whether she sees it as an option or not. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. she's like, I'm going to learn some songs. And the next time she's like, I'm never singing. So <laughs> she's quite anxious. Um, but yeah, as a family person, it is hard tucking them up in bed and then getting ready and going mm. back out again and leaving bed and eating and watching telly. It's not... I'd have to be watching telly sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, think, uh, I think even though I, I, I'm quite new to being full-time in it, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. But there's just times where you think, yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? I'm not gonna. I know. I've got a gig at like nine o'clock. Like, yeah. come on, that's give it. A break. It's the stretch of the day, isn't it? Because yeah. I get up really early with the kids. Like, if I'm not up by six, Oscar's like stood over my bed, <laughs> like, hiya, mum, mum, have a brew. So um, I'm up really early. So some Saturdays, I'm like, honestly, mm. <laughs> like yeah. we're starting at half nine. Yeah. Um, so on the way, and, but the other irony that I'm sure you'll know about is when you've done a gig, I mean, I don't know if you do, this might just me, it might just be crazy. I'm like, I've got loads of energy. So I can yeah. be really like lethargic going into it. Yeah. And then if it's like been really good, I'll be like, so like I'll go home and then I can't sleep and then I end up mm. watching against like Neil Diamond documentary yeah, on yeah, Abbey yeah, Free yeah. the Years yeah, and yeah. you sat there at like one o'clock yeah. thinking what am I doing with my life I'm going to be up again at like <laughs> five or six so, do you always find when you get home from a gig as well it's always unpacking your car is a yeah. bloody nightmare and yeah. I always leave it until right before I go to bed and I'm yeah. like no yeah I've got to do I it I want to leave it. it in some nights yeah. and my mum's very much like I'll get a text message or if I'm staying at a race night she'll be like have you brought it in yeah. and I'm like uh, no and she's like bring it in bring <laughs> it in because there yeah. is lots of people it'll be that one time that you leave it in um, and ironically oh, she doesn't tell me after this I did it this weekend <laughs> <laughs> so it gets worse I did it this weekend and uh, my gig finished quite early because I went on early at the sheaf so I went and picked Poppy up she stayed at my mum she'd been fishing Oscar was away and uh, I got home Poppy got out of the car I got out of the car I thought do you know I'm not doing it I'm not doing it I'm going to bed <laughs> lock the car no, I didn't look at the car just lock the car yeah Went to bed. Next morning, got up, 
open the door and the doors were open oh. on the passenger side and I was like someone's robbed it someone's robbed it and it wasn't oh. <laughs> just left it open all night long wow. so it's been open yeah. all night long so I will be bringing my equipment in yeah, every single yeah. night now yeah <laughs> So Keeps another reason that you're looking at stepping back from singing yeah. is because you've been struggling with your hearing, yeah. which is like a nightmare, worst nightmare for a lot of singers, including myself. I worry about this very often. Um, yeah. So talk to us about um, what, what's been going on there. So then. I think it it started, I want to say even after two years ago, I don't really know the specific time. Um, I remember the first gig that it affected me. And what I found was the music could start, I couldn't hear the key. That was right. the first thing, like, where am I starting this song? Like, where is the key? So then I'd have to turn it up, move forward, really listen, and then I could start. And that happened a few times. Um, so I got my ears checked. Yeah. And, and I think this is quite specific. So I went to the doctors. They don't like checking anything because you're younger. I'm not really that young, but young for hearing loss. I told them about singing and things like that. The first thing you for brain scan, check there's nothing else. There wasn't anything for my hearing test and they said it was all right just all right it's not great mm. it's not rubbish it's in the middle she said but what might what the thing might be for you is you might have had really good hearing and you've that's what you've lost yeah um and we can't tell you how much you've lost of it because we don't really know um it's based on your perception basically we can't give you i'm literally on the line of being able to get a hearing aid so it's very it's it's on the brink so that for me isn't necessarily a positive thing I have found it harder. I'm finding every gig as it goes along harder, especially the more people that's in. It can be an impossibility sometimes. I've just got to pray that I'm singing it. Luckily, you know the songs well enough that generally you know where you're starting, mm. but I still feel a bit bland going into it when I should be able to hear it, really. Yeah. Um, so was there a gig you came home from and you had, like, really bad ringing in your ears? Or I'll was get it... loads of it. So that started. So along with that, I don't even know if that started first. I start again started getting the ringing in the ears and it's very much obviously as soon as I've done a gig I get it really bad but it does continue now yeah. and now I can get it through the day and it can come on at any point and it's really loud daytime for some reason is always really loud uh, and it can last for either a couple of minutes mm. or like half hour 45 minutes and then go again uh, nighttime it's always just a very I'm lucky it's quite a low yeah. a low noise so I've read up on it, like I'm sure you have. I've looked into it. It obviously does affect... I was re- Percentage-wise, it affects 50% of singers that they, that they obviously survey. And I was looking, and it's funny because it affects more classical singers than it does rock singers, which right. I was like, does you wouldn't it, think that, does it you? though? Yeah. Who did that survey? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I do think, you know, I have... When you think about it, I've gigged a long time, so that doesn't probably help. I was doing it since I was young, mm. and... It was probably even louder then when I was doing it. And I think I don't, like I said to you, I don't want to lose a good rapport that I've got. I enjoy singing. I don't want to lose the ability to sing altogether because I can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose the ability to hear my kids doing what they're doing. And I don't want to sing a gig and then watch video back after and think, I was so out of tune. Mm. I don't I don't want to do it. No. And that's the concern. The concern going forward is, is if it's this bad now and it's not easing, it's only going to get worse. And I think unless you stood there singing and you have got that, you don't really understand how bad it can be because it's equally as affecting as people not responding to you or because it's you that's making the mistake yeah. because of your 
hearing. So what do you, do you just put it down to generally being in loud environment? Is there any tips you would give to people to try and protect the hearing? I mean, you've got in ears, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I've I've literally not been able to afford it, and the cost of living. It's a big purchase, minute, yeah. yeah. And and the thought process of everything else that's going on, and maybe giving it up isn't necessarily no. And as well, I feel a bit like the damage is done. Yeah. And the only way that I'm going to be able to stop it any further is to just stop it. Mm. Um. But yeah, in ears, obviously, if, if people are just starting out, and you can do that, you know, and you've got the ability to do that in ears, as soon as you've got any problems, go to the doctors, get it checked out. Um, make sure it isn't anything else but you know yourself and you won't always get that spot like I said so I did go to the doctor but there's nothing there for me until it drops more but I don't want it to drop more no. and still be singing because then I won't sound right no I get you is it is it one of them where maybe in the early days you, you stood right in front of your speaker with oh, the speaker out in your ear 100%. and that was probably quite common yeah. imagine Speakers 20 like years ago or the, like, yeah. like in relevance yeah. like where my height was and it has to be loud enough to yeah. travel across the room but stages, it's right in your ear bigger yeah. louder yeah. clubs were always stages so it was quite loud radio mics were like wow I've got a radio mic back then so there was a lot of walking in front on stage being in front of your speakers um, so that did affect it mm. and you kind of know that's like that comes along with it it's yeah. it's, it's just you don't realise how much it affects you until it affects you yeah. and then you start thinking was that right? Mm. It was. I know what song it was, but you're gonna laugh. I know. What song, I know the song that I meant first. What the first time you I ever? I know much. You love Amy Winehouse. So <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Valerie. So it's very bassy at the beginning. So it goes do 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 do, and it was that bass that I couldn't hear. Right. So I didn't know what key I was in. Right. And then I was at a pub restaurant. It was a restaurant, and it's very small. It's really confined. So my, I was. I, they were at the side of me, but they were still quite close. I couldn't hear. I could hear that it was playing, but I could not tell you what that bass tune was, what the key of it was. And I remember thinking, I'm going to start singing this, and it's going to be completely wrong. And I started singing it, and I think I was out. I think I was out by like half half tone or something. And uh, I pulled it straight back when I got to the chorus, and everything else started kicking in. But that specifically is where you think, right, that's not. It's not no. good. Mm-hmm. And that's where I don't want to go to. I don't want to look at... I don't want to go, oh, I'm not going to do that, Scott. I don't want to be I don't want to be out of tune. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to do this and get paid, I want to get paid for the right reasons. And and I'm losing it. I don't want to... I want to end where I'm quite... I'm still in tune. No, I think that's, that's fair enough, isn't it? See, part of the reason I switched to in is is because... I got sick of playing gigs where there was, you had monitors in front of you and you can't even hear yourself. No, it's honest it. I had a monitor and in the early days I had a monitor. did nothing for me. It absolutely didn't help me at all. No. I didn't think it... I've got minimal equipment. I take minimal equipment. I think that's because I'm by myself now as well. I take minimal equipment, plug in, plug out as quick as possible, easy as possible. Um, but no, I didn't find a monitor to help me. A lot of people did. They were pushing monitors back then. It was mm. like, you know... I think his monitors is more accumulation of noise if you don't get it right. Yeah. So it's like you'd have to have the mi- the correct mix in, in yeah. that monitor for it to be effective, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so. it's 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 such a horrible thing to get right. You really have yeah. to do your research yeah. to get your monitor ri- mix right. And it's, you know, we're still struggling with that now yeah. and I'm trying to hammer it to the rest of the band. Yeah. I mean, like, literally get these in here. Is it like even with cheaper headphones yeah. I've got, it's, yeah. it's so much yeah. better. Like, you can hear everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think as well. Did you? How did you find when you couldn't hear that? Like the first time you couldn't hear that. How did that affect you mentally? You just think, oh my god, 
<laughs> like, literally think, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to sing now. It's going to be awful. And, I mean, you know what it's like. If there's this, It's exactly the same feeling as if you sing a song that you thought was good and then it's rubbish. That's that's <laughs> yeah. the same feeling. Yeah. And the thought of, is this going to happen every time I do a gig? And what am I going to have to alter now for the future gigs so that I can hear it? Which generally is turning it up, <laughs> which mm. generally means that you're going to hurt your ears mm. even more. So, yeah. I've got 10 gigs planned left. Um, and then... That's what that is one of the main reasons. I want to end on a high rather than you know, I want to be able to sing in musicals at 60. So, yeah, no, I think I I got to a stage last Christmas where I was messaging you, didn't I? And I said, I'm getting back bone from some of these gigs, and I just feel like there's a bit of ringing in my ears. And I was like, if I'm doing this every gig, yeah, I was like, something's got to change. And I was really panicking about it because I'd want to be doing this into my 50s and whatever else. Well, you hope you don't know what's gonna happen, do you? But, um, so yeah, I switched to in ear monitors, but um, in ear monitors, if you've never really tried them, have you? That they're they're very different experiencing and they take a long time to get right as well. Well, so uh, sometimes I find myself taking them out, and then I get annoyed with myself. You, like, you're gonna, yeah, you're it. gonna like ruin your ear in like, but you just you want to be in the room that's as much it. as you can. But it's, it's, uh, it's it? you're weighing it up all the time, you yeah. know. Well, I'll enjoy these couple of songs. I'll take them out for a bit, that's it. Uh, and then I put them back in. I promise, and then you don't, and it's then you're like, isn't dickhead, it? It you know? is different. Yeah, it's yeah. A different, it's I, a different thing entirely. I think I always what I tend to do now because I don't want this really I've tried to put ambient mics out sometimes that doesn't always work because I'm using SM58s and they're just they're very direct if you're right in front of it you can hear everything Um, but what I'll do is I'll sound check with them out so I can get a rough idea of what the front of house sounds like and then I'm not exposing myself to it for too long so like because I think there's a certain decibel Mm. per hour that you should have it at if you're only exposing that to yourself at three minutes it's not going to be as bad at least and it's like when you set up as well and you've got like average amount of people in and then they cram in and if it's a small pub and you have to turn it on and you're in a small environment and you're right in front of your speakers and there's nothing you can do and them nights are the ones where you literally get home and it's like yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's uh, interesting. Mm. But yeah, so that's that's one that's another probably one of probably fifty percent of the reason. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, will struggle with this or had issues, but don't really talk about it. So I appreciate you sharing, us, yeah, sharing yeah. that with us. So we're coming towards the um, end of your career as a musician, we yeah. think anyway. We'll, yeah. we'll see how New Year's we'll Eve goes. <laughs> um, so this might be a podcast you can look back on as yeah. a reflection of your career as no, well. So yeah. hopefully you can. Um, so you've got your final New Year's Eve gig. Yeah. That'd be your last one. You've got about 10 gigs to go up here. Yeah. Do you want to talk us through a, a few of those um, gigs? I'm, a, I'm going to the printers. I've never done Ironically, there's quite a few new ones. <laughs> the, yeah. last gigs. Uh, the White Bear is it at Adlington yeah. I know you've done there I've never done there before and the printers Sheaf is New Year's Eve I've done it for years in a row yeah. <laughs> so yeah and are they well aware that that's your last gig it'll yeah. hopefully be an ultimate yeah. celebration won't so, it so yeah it, you know I might try and get my dad the I was going to say you can, maybe your kids but then no. yeah. they've been in a few times because like, yeah. I've done a few afternoon ones there where they've bobbed in and my mum's like but Poppy's like, I'm not going in there. Well, he's asked me to like, sit in for a couple of minutes and then go. But um, I might get my dad along again because he's like, he has been, he's since the beginning, he's been the person that sits there and goes, <laughs> 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 or like when it's too loud or quiet, goes, I don't know, I'll go, <laughs> So like he has been there, especially like in the early years when I, when I started. And even now, some nights he's like, I'm coming with you. Like, and there's no question and he'll, and he'll come. And my mum's always there texting me, like I said, saying, 
put me a live on, send me a video. Oh, right, yeah. So most of my videos are in for my mum. So <laughs> some of them I'll go, eh, like um, So yeah, uh, mainly local. I think that's it. I think it's just them sporadically. Oh, I've got extra mills. Got extra mills um, once, maybe twice. Yeah. I'd say twice. Yeah. Because uh, I like the mills. Yeah, it's it good. Is good the mills, yeah, it's good it? there, yeah. It's a good night. It makes me laugh because it's normally, like, after the first 20 minutes, some taxis pull up and then it just, like, starts booming. Yeah. So I do like extra mills. The last time I was in, there was an engagement party, so it's a completely different clientele to yeah, usual. So uh, it was, it was, that was a bit I of interesting. I do like it. I do like it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very low. So have you got any big ideas for your final swan song, or is it uh, sometimes the expectation no. kills you with gigging, <laughs> doesn't it? So no, I'm not going to bring one of those no. old 90s outfits out. I might do. No. <laughs> you no, were saying no, you were going to try and play some songs that you uh, sang yeah, when you were you younger. Know, I've but... done some recently. I have kind of like, I don't know if it's a midlife crisis, but I have like pulled out some like awful, not awful. I love, I love them. That's the thing. <laughs> they are not awful to me. But like, I have, I have gone into pubs where if it has been booming i have sang gina g just a little bit and things like that like proper night is banger i can imagine that's like like, and they do go for it like honestly it's um so we'll see how it goes i'm going to try and do something i'm going to try and do a few songs that i want to do but equally it's new year's eve so Mm. as many pop classics loads of glitter (laughs) no pu fans just like no you know i'm 40 now but um yeah. And Monday morning, uh, Monday morning, whatever days after New Year's Eve, it won't yeah, be Monday morning necessarily. Uh, would do you think you'll be like relieved, or do you think it's both? In it, yeah. I, I still, I think I'm always going to be awkward about it. I think I'm always going to be very should I have done it? Should I not have done it? But I think, I think you've got to find a time that you think, yeah, I need to. I'll still have to. I've still got to do something for music. Like I said, I'll still be like keeping my toe in, but not not singing in pubs and not putting my ears through what the yeah. I've been going through. Um, but I'll still be doing some. I can't not have music in my life. It's like one of my main things. Yeah. Got a piano at home, so I'll probably learn how to play that properly because it's not the same <laughs> yeah. as a keyboard. No. Sit there trying to play Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a I just keep going back. Kids, come on, sing along. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll probably just chuck myself into. Um, into music differently than what and I am what was your now. what was your ambition for when you're 60 yeah so when i'm about 60 so i want to be a teacher before i'm 50 because that's what i'm doing but when i'm 60 kids have moved on when i was younger that's the irony when i was younger i always wanted to be in a musical but it's not as it again everything's not <laughs> what it seems so the plan is when i'm 60 to play the old woman there is one there's like one in mamma mia yeah. I think there's one in Kinky Boots. They're like literally every musical, I've, there's one in The Commitments. Every single musical I've watched is an old woman. Mm. So I'm going to be old woman singer, number one. <laughs> that's like, that two is Britain with loads of famous people. <laughs> I'm like, look who's playing there. <laughs> John Little Theatre, watch out. John Little Theatre, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's still running. More like Lansford Camp Comedy Club. All the <laughs> like yeah. Talk to us a little bit about, you're studying at uni music, aren't you? Yeah, so it's been a journey. I've only done one year. <laughs> Yeah. So I made a decision. It was from a friend, actually. She's really supportive, Hayley. Um I've got loads of friends, Lisa Hayley. I've got loads of friends. They're all dead supportive, Michelle. Um, and they've all come in, seen me sing, back me up. And they've all done stuff for me. Um, but they, they've said, like, why don't you why don't you finish off what you started? Because as a child, I did all my music grades. So I've got quite a lot of music knowledge, though, but I've never done anything else with it because I was going to do my diploma in it and then I had poppy so I just stopped 
Um, so I looked into Open University and I've started doing, I'm doing a diploma, turn it into a degree with an extra year and then doing PGCE and mm. then hopefully I'll teach. And I don't know yet if I want to just teach music separate or I'm going to just be primary teacher and yeah. use music and be that person that plays piano for school shows. Yeah. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I want to direct a school show. <laughs> That's another And you're the, you're the old lady list. in your school show. Yeah. yeah. There's another, my cousin that I was talking about, Nathan, he dances, he dances on cruise ships, world cruise. Right. Um, he's come back, he's going back again. But his dream is to set up a dance school. So the other option is, and the old woman that goes around going, come on, girls, you know, and like, yeah. sing for me, come on, let's do a show. So <laughs> three, I've, got, I've got a wide breadth of options you here. You seem like you've got doors are all open, Life fingers are all open. That's, that's my aim, yeah, so it'll be fun, whatever happens. Yeah, um, right, we're going to call it there, if that's all right. That's um, fine. And then we're going to finish off on a little bit of a game. So, yeah, uh, yeah and a little bit of quick fire questions at Same. the end. So, uh, yeah, see you in a minute. Cheers. Your episode. Very sorry. Very, so sorry. But we wanted to let you know that we've updated our TikTok and Instagram handle to the One More Songcast. Now, you might be thinking, where the ruddy hell has Tom's cast one gone? Well, don't, don't you worry about that. That's why we've come here to tell you. So, go and follow us or like us on either one of them. Like all our videos. Give us a lovely comment on them. Then, head over to our YouTube channel which is also one more songcast and subscribe to us hit the notification bells leave us lovely lovely comments like all the videos and then go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from download rate and give us a five star review on there yeah, it's massive, especially the subscribing on YouTube. It really helps us get the best guests on possible and just improve our podcast overall. So if there's anything that you do today to help support us, then go over and subscribe to us on YouTube and all the aforementioned. And the best of all, it costs you note. Costs you nothing, man. Back so, to the episode. See you later. Right, we're back for part four. We're going to have a little bit of fun to finish off with Laura. You're always up for a bit of a laugh, aren't yeah. you, Laura? So uh, we'll, we'll finish off on a game. I think I'll nick this off uh, another podcast or a radio <laughs> show or something. We're going to play a game of overrated or underrated. Yeah. So basically, we all decide collectively or we discuss um, whether something... We're going to make it musical, obviously, with a music podcast um, is overrated or underrated. So we'll start off with... What should we start with, do you reckon? Oh, I had a good one. Plug and play gigs. Are they overrated or underrated? Do you know what a plug and play gig is? Well, you plug in their stuff. Pretty much. You're not yeah. using your own gear, using their yeah, gear. Underrated. Underrated, okay. I, I'm I'm with that because I know oh. singers like using their own gear, but like more so the ones that have got sound engineers. Yeah. Mm. Like the pole system at pole system at White Bear, it's decent enough. Is it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's depends it's, where you go, doesn't it, and what you get. Yeah. And I just think it's that much of a what, what's it going to be like? Yeah. If somebody said to you, um, we're going to pay you a bit less, but it is a plug and play gig, would you to rather... To equipment, is that what you mean? Well, sometimes yeah. it's a little bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just... feel like, I kind of like... Would you rather just bring your own gear? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get very picky. Yeah. I have to use my own That's gear. That's mean. I do. I, I think it's my lack of knowledge of... Not, I mean, I'm all it, right, but... It um, never sounds the same. No, I think if, if something went wrong with it, I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, and it's and only you that looks it. bad. And so. you know what you want to do, and then if it looks different... Yeah. 
Right, oh, you, I bet you never even, I bet you didn't even have mini discs when they were out. No, oh, I've, seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them. Even using other people's mini discs, I have mini discs, right? And using other people's systems of mini discs, and they, honestly, worst thing ever. I think I have heard about it. Is it basically just a collection of backing tracks? Imagine, imagine a CD and a, imagine yeah. a disc, and yeah. you just like, it was, it, it, you just put it in. <laughs> it was literally like that, wasn't it? Yeah, about that big. a square right. disc. And it's just got a load of backing, backing tracks, tracks on. on. Oh, it's got your backing tracks. Yeah. But the thing is, is every mini display was completely different <sighs> and they all have like a million different knobs and buttons. So that alone could wreck your gig yeah. before you'd even use the same system. So I'd say underrated, definitely. So you're saying it's underrated? I'd rather use my own system. So it's overrated. Overrated. Oh, overrated, yeah. yeah. What are you no, saying? Think, it's too I late think, to be asking me I think underrated because generally the, now the ones that have PAs are generally are yeah. decent. I think there have been some questionable ones, but... I barely get one that has a, a bad years. enough system to ruin yeah. my gig. I haven't done it for years. I got offered one right in the corner mm. um, to do that, but I didn't do it. I don't think I've ever done a plug and play. Yeah. Um, and I know so... somebody that did, and I went watching them, and it all went wrong as well. So I think if you've seen that experience happen, <laughs> it kind of makes you a bit more nervous. Yeah. But I, like you said, I do know there are some that have been fully kitted out, and mm. fair enough then. I'm good, so I have to kind of say overrated because I've never really done yeah. it. Or maybe maybe I'm missing out. Right, next one. Uh, Should we do the, uh, the band? I reckon let's do the one, open mics. Okay. Yeah, so open it's mics. a discussion, this though, isn't it? I think, yeah. So yeah, I was, this could I be an episode. I was saying, get it right, I was saying overrated. Yeah, okay. But the point that you made was very good. Some aren't. I think you can't say one way or the other purely because if it's meant for the artists and the people and everyone's getting something out of it, yeah, brilliant. But if it is just because we don't know if gigs will go down well here or we're just doing it to fill a spot, then no. And unfortunately, I think they are 50-50. Mm. So some people really are doing it for the right reasons and some people are just... Me and Lee were out. saying this as well. Do you sometimes think that some um, open mic communities are quite clicky as well? Oh, yeah, so like I've, the ones that have been there I mean, before. I've only been to one when I very first started, but I've heard stories of when people go and it's a, a very everyone knows each other and they can't they don't get on till the end of the yeah. night and they're not yeah. really listening. And some, some, I think some are, but I think you get yeah. in everything you do. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you go, it's like pubs. There's some mm. pubs, the same people in all the time. Yeah. It's just life, innit? You do get clicky mm. bits everywhere. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like, you get those clicks welcome you, which is quite nice because it makes you... You're part of the crew, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. nice. It is nice. Yeah. It's, that's it's, not a click, though. That's a community. Click, yeah. <laughs> I think there's I a... think communities can start as clicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then okay. growing, and they don't have to be negative. I think that's the thing. I think a click sin is necessarily a negative thing, but I don't always think it is. No, that's fair enough. That's yeah, fair I think enough. the other thing is... Open mics have the uses. I think that I'm personally going to go with rated. Yeah. I don't think they're over or underrated no, because in between, yeah. no, that's a an out. open mic, <laughs> an open mic. No, they allow it on have a word, mate. You've got to do it. No, you're wrong. <laughs> um, no, basically, if it depends what you're going yeah, there for. Because if you're if you're an established singer and you want to try a new song, yeah, you don't always get the crowd, but you no. pick your open mic to do it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, because you know if you know what the place you'd hopefully do your research to know where you were going first to do it. Exactly. It place, I yeah. think it's it. It literally depends what you want to get out of it. Are you just there to try new songs? Are you there to just get yeah. experience of playing in yeah. front of a crowd, or are you there to right? I want to get gigs yeah. out of this, and then you're taking all your business yeah. cards and everything. Mm. Yeah, and plugging it. What? And also, it is a good opportunity to play original music. Yeah, yeah it is. To yeah. musicians yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm going to just say, I'm going to say overrated just for the basis of if there was more open mics that would deny working musicians less opportunities to get paid gigs. So, yeah. but then it um, is a paid gig for the. Well, it is for the hosts, but that yeah. doesn't benefit the musicians, no, does it? No, so, not. No, no, no. What about yourself? Yeah, same. Like I said before, I think I'd be the same as you, overrated, but I think that's just because of my experience mm. with the ones that I've been to. Mm. But like you said, there are positive ones out yeah. there. So 50-50, but okay. the ones that I have experienced. Right, we know you're into your, um, your current music to a degree. Um, the 1975, do you know who they are? Yeah. Overrated or underrated? <laughs> You're just gonna. <laughs> this is your idea. Gonna be wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go middle rated. I like some of the music. I don't okay. like all the music, but I like some of the music. It's all I'm, right. I'm gonna go overrated. The reason being is because I've always felt like they start off with an idea, and there's only one song that this hasn't happened in. Yeah. Uh, it's a song called Chocolate, and it's an absolute banger of a tune. I heard that. But it starts off dead quiet. It's got this little guitar riff. This. <laughs> I'm and singing that totally up. out of key, by the way, but it that builds like up Woody from the woodpecker. there. Builds up from there. Yeah. The rest of them, it's like it starts off at one level and it, just and it stays at that yeah. level and it does my head in. I think you've got it. I think there's a lot of music like that and it's for a specific time and you want to hear that kind mm. of music. I think, you know, sometimes you just need to turn it off. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's very... There's quite a few bits of music... There's quite a few singers that if I am not in the mood, it's like, no... I think if you're doing that sort of thing, you have to be very raw. Yeah. But there's generally a drop anyway. Yeah. But, like, you know, the Arctic Monkeys, when they first came out, you can tell the producer had done some work with yeah. them just to say, right, just drop that section yeah. a little bit or just change that. A few yeah. instruments drop out and the yeah. song just completely yeah. opens up. Yeah, changed. What are you yeah. saying? Uh, no, I'm just going to say middle. I'm going to say right. middle. I like some of them. I'm not mad. I'm, I, you know, I won't rave about them. But Overrated. Right. Not my jam at all. They're Sorry. All right. No. no, overrated <laughs> for me. Overrated <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, right, okay, this is an interesting one. Um, and I'll give you a bit of context before we go into it. So, wedding gigs, right. good money, but also a lot of pressure, I always find. Yeah. You're learning a lot of new songs, a lot of expectation yeah. because it's you only get one day at it. So, um, yeah, what do you think? So, I like doing it for family and friends. That's right, the first yeah. one. So, if it's somebody I know, it's fine. Like, I wouldn't even class that as a wedding gig. I'd class it as like, something I'm doing for somebody but a normal wedding gig 100% overrated mm. like it's it's not just that it's like the time that you go on the time that I've generally been put on is before everybody's drunk yeah and after everybody's eaten yeah. which isn't necessarily the best place to be because everyone's full but nobody's drunk enough to dance yet so and the DJ comes on after you that's when they'll dance so it's kind of like a middle lull um singing when people are eating you know to play it lower so yeah. that's fine um but like you said, I've had some and they've asked for stuff and I'm like, like there's like um, there's been a few requests and there's no chance in the world. And I'll say, listen, I can't do that one, but I can do this one yeah. by the same person. Or, um, you know, and they can be really extreme. They can go from like really high Taylor Swift one to like, um, I feel good by, what's it called? James Brown. Yeah. Brown yeah. So, and he does go high, but he also is quite low. So... The, the, and, but then other people challenge me and I think I'm going to do it I'm going to do that <laughs> yeah. one so like Black Betty by Ram Jam and oh, God, um, yeah. what else have they asked me to do I've been asked to do that one as well same gig Venga Boys yeah. but that was a friend wedding again yeah. so I felt relaxed doing it because I was like they've asked for this yeah. so yeah. you know I'll go for it um, do you know what so, I really hate about weddings as well though is the negotiation because yeah, there's like six seven parts of the day so you'll get a message come up 
hi mate, I want to book you for your wedding, how much? And you're like, uh, it doesn't really work like that. What do you want? Um, and then it? I send them a wedding document, they don't yeah. always fill it in properly. No. Um, I find that really, when I when I get, I mean, obviously I want I want gigs, but when I get a message and it's a wedding, I'm like, a bit of dread comes over me at the start. And this is it, I think I've found a lot of, because this is it, and that's it, that's a good thing about like talking to other yeah. people that do it. Is people will say, like, because I'm saying, like, I'm finishing, like, these are the reasons that I'm not singing anymore. I do love it, but, you know, it's not, I need to just finish. And then they'll go, well, can you not do things like weddings instead? Because they're, surely they're nicer. Mm. But it's a different kind of yeah. awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Like I said, family and friends, totally fine. You know, rated, normal, I can do them. I'm relaxed and it's nice. But a normal wedding what somebody's asked for and then decides when they've already bought you that they want 10 songs for you to sing that you've never sang before <laughs> in a completely key that you can't sing it in yeah is, I, it's a challenge do you know the most the most awful thing like luke said you get a message about a wedding they just expect oh yeah he's got a standard wedding price it's like well no am i doing no, your first dance uh, it, yeah. if you've got a dj do you want mm. me to How do that part for you um how yeah how many sets yeah. when do the sets start yeah. what time have i got access yeah. to the venue because sometimes you have to go yeah. there at 12 o'clock, set up before everyone's in, yeah. and then not go back yeah. till 7. No, so yeah, yeah, it's two car journeys and you're stuck it. in an area. Yeah, that's it. And like, sometimes, sometimes they're cheaper. They, you end up quoting them cheaper price because they've yeah. not even no, told no, you no, it's no, the wedding. No, 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 no you're right, right. Yeah, yeah. I ended up driving all the way to, I can't remember it was. It's a place as well, because sometimes they give you all this and you give them a price, and they're like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, but I ended up like the day before realising how... Like, they basically want me to set up before the ceremony, but I didn't know that until the night before, until they, they said, and uh, I drove, like, 40 minutes out, 40 minutes back, then I had yeah. to go later on at night, yeah. and I was just like, fuck I it. think it's just because, again, I don't think unless you're in it, anybody really understands... No, no. The concept of it, yeah, it's just like oh, it's, yeah, singer, you know, we'll get a singer, that'll be all right. There's no, but that's not their fault. That's just, it's just life, and it people it, don't yeah. understand it unless it's you. About, it is quite an honour to play at people's weddings as well. It is. So it's it's what it's that's that's you the, think you are you are part of the special day, and yeah. it's nice that you're making them happy. But equally, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, um, I've had a couple where you've got the whole like you got everybody up, and obviously yeah. that that's a great. So, what do you reckon then? Unless it's family and friends, overrated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did a family wedding last year and it was amazing. It was like really good and everyone was up and it was early on. They hadn't had too much drink. It was still, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's different. I loved it. Uh, it was my cousin, Ryan. Um, but it's different, yeah. I've got yeah. normal weddings, not family weddings. Yeah. Just to put it out there, if you want to book us for the weddings, <laughs> continue to book yeah, us. We're yeah. not just complaining here. We won't so, turn it away. Yeah, it's just, just please, just give us the information. Yeah. Give us the information. We'll make your day perfect. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. We want. Yeah. We don't want your to day to be ruined because we haven't got everything we need. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's all it issue, is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say they are. They can be overrated just because of the hassle and the yeah. pressure they come with. But then again, it's, everyone's yeah, had a class yeah. wedding, haven't they? Yeah, of like, they have. Well, the uncle's, uncle yeah. Nobed's turned yeah. up and he's got drunk. Yeah, it's so great. Loving it. <laughs> it's a difficult yeah. one for me, this. I don't, I don't want to go rated on any of them. So uh, I'm going to go overrated. Uh, the money's good, but if the money was the same at the pubs, I'd prefer to do the pubs, yeah, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, Easy. yeah. We had one more, I think, but I can't think what it is. Um, can you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I came up with it. Go on. Uh, Oh no, I did. I did private functions, didn't I? But yeah. we turned that into wedding gigs. Unless we can't think of it, then uh, I can't. Oh, 
Oh, well, let's quickly check because I'm sure we've got it. <laughs> I, I want to do it because it was really, there was five right, Why don't really you try and find it? And in the meantime, we'll, we'll quick fire it. So, okay. um, if you could go back and talk to a 16 year old Laura, yeah. what would you say to her? <sighs> it might be, well done, Laura, you've done so well, or you might be some tips. Or... <laughs> no, just, just, you know, I don't think I'd, the thing is, is I don't think I'd change anything. I'd just be a bit more, just be a bit more aware. Mm. try and take a little bit more in would you have um, done anything different hearing wise do you think maybe but it's difficult because nothing was in-ear monitors weren't even in then it's like everything everything was just like I'll be alright yeah you're going to drive in a car with you yeah. back on the hotel yeah, yeah, yeah. no seatbelts great <laughs> 80s was a different world no, so I don't 90s so I don't think I don't think there's anything else I could have said maybe like you know have a bit more confidence in yourself, but I think that's what I'd say to myself now, but you still don't, do you? No. It's just there it is. No, you're right, you're right. Have you found it? Yeah, got oh, it. Fun. Right. That was seamless. <laughs> Gigs and microbars. Ah. Uh. Oh, it's a funny one, that. To be honest, I've only done, like, one, so I prefer bigger venues. I, I, but then... I have been to a I've been to a micropub with somebody singing and I loved it. So mm. I don't know. I'm in the middle. I'm on the mm. fence. Oh, it's so hard this one because you also like don't, it doesn't take much to pack them. No, so like no. so when I mean, they do get packed, it's, it's like bouncing that's as well. That's the negativeness. It's the drinks yeah. on your equipment because mm. that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, the closeness, the warmth, how what you are. Then you can't. Yeah. Then you can't swallow. Yeah. And you're trying to sing. Um, <laughs> But they have got a good atmosphere, so that's why I said I'll sit on the fence of it because yeah. I've been to one and I really did enjoy it. So, middle. I'm going to go... I think this is quite an easy one. I think I've gone overrated for everything, but this is underrated for me. Um, I, I really enjoy them, yeah. to be honest. Because um, I think a lot of the microbars... I wouldn't say posh, but they're, they're nice, a bit upmarket, no, aren't they? Classy. I like so, the ones that I've been to, they are. Yeah, and, and you do get good atmospheres in there, yeah. I'd say. So for me, I think it's underrated. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go underrated as well. I think what you forget is most of them sell craft ale, so it's not yeah, like yeah, normally, it's nice. not like no. your normal beer, and people actually go in there for the taste yeah. rather than to get yeah. pissed up and or I whatever. Don't think I've ever, I don't think I've been in one or seen one where it's gone bad and it's not been a no, good atmosphere, so. so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, to be fair, one of my first gigs, it, it was in a in a microbar, and I had no concept of sound. Then at the feedback I was getting, because everything was just so enclosed, yeah, that weren't good. But yeah. apart from that, yeah. No, I remember doing one. There was well, there's a cocktail bar in Bamber Bridge called Langs and Yorks, and I ended up getting a residency yeah. at the back yeah. of this um, for for the whole of last year. Yeah. Um, and they stuck with it the hot like they honoured yeah. the year to bless them, even though some of the Thursdays were dead. Dead. But. The thing is, you used to get someone go in there and, like, it would only be about sometimes, like, six people, yeah. including the bar yeah. staff, and someone would just be talking to you about the songs you yeah. were playing. It was like you were just having a, it was yeah. like a, like a, a, a night right, with yeah. me. Like, it was great. Well, it <laughs> a night with Lee. What, what I could relate to is, this is, you know, I, this, I mean, I forget what I've done in my life. I forget yeah. everything. Yeah. When I was young, when I did do Blackpool, I ended up getting a residency in a bed and breakfast, yeah. and I used to go, like, every month and do it oh, and uh, but that was the same so you know what it's like when you're going to bed and breakfast there's a bar yeah. but there's like tiny seats so yeah. it was like a micro bar but that would be the same they'd be like oh did you think such a thing oh where have you been what have you done and that was the same yeah. it's that yeah. atmosphere and even though there's not many or when there is many you still get that atmosphere what were you singing during the breakfast what no no <laughs> night time only oh we had a bar in this yeah, one did they? just continental for me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quite funny actually like when I got that residency the I would actually gone in there for a drink because I was playing there New right. Year's Day, and then 
what had happened is the DJ had called off sick. So I got a message. <laughs> I'd met the owner that night. Yeah. And then he just goes, are you too deep or could you go and get your gear <laughs> set up? I was like, oh, no. Oh. But the speakers were already there. I'd oh. only had three, luckily. Yeah. So I wasn't too bad. I was no. like, right, get me two pints of water yeah. and coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, did it and everyone was bouncing because they weren't expecting no. it. That's good, that. Wow. Well, good. Well. Right, okay, that, that's the end of our game. I don't know what we've achieved out of that game, but it was, <laughs> it was a good discussion, like, I enjoyed yeah. that. Everything was overrated, that's pretty yeah, much it. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, right, so, Laura, um, yeah. musician, it could be a band, it could be a solo, duo, whatever, oh. who would you recommend to us? What, somebody now that's singing? Yeah, not like Dua Lipa or, you know, like, Brian somebody Adams. Somebody in pubs, you mean? Yeah, someone local. Well, that's like the only person that I've ever recommended to oh. you. <laughs> like, there must be more. There is not. There is like, it's because I know you more. Like, I think you build up a rapport yeah. with people, don't right, you? Right, go on, let's hear the speech now, so, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for somebody. I go, oh, do you know Luke? And then I'm like, he's on Facebook. Yeah. To be fair, I have a handful and you're on yeah. my list. You're um, on my list. And like I said, like, I've heard you, so yeah. I know you're good. Yeah. And I tend to like, before I will recommend anyone, I like listening to them first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't people do that with me. I hope that they wouldn't say, oh, yeah. Booker, because you know, we can't be anyone, can I? So, I'll, pay, I'll pay you after for yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, that's that, that's honesty. That's who I generally recommend. And I know, like you guys, heard your stuff together, and your granddad. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you guys, and that's. Oh, granddad really. always gets a mention, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. But Although yeah. Chris Healy came to watch me on Saturday, and uh, my dad was hyping up my granddad, and Chris was like, "Yeah, but I'm here for Luke, and uh, Luke's what I like." I was like, "Yes, <laughs> cheers, Chris, thanks, mate." <laughs> <laughs> Is there any more quick fires we had? Yeah, where where do you think the scene is now in what you're doing, your field, the covers the covers scene, yeah. and where is it going? I think I think it'll just carry on. I think it's just a gradual progression of um, different songs. I think it'll always happen. The venues will change. We might end up with more micro bars with the way it's going, less bigger pubs, which is going the opposite to what we used to have with massive clubs. Um, I can't see it going anywhere else. Everyone's got to have somewhere to go out to. Yeah. And music is what gets people together and people do enjoy it. Even if they're trying to think you might come on, they are enjoying it and they want to sing along. And like you said, like if you go to a gig, I go to a gig, try not to sing. But you do, you sat there yeah, singing yeah. to yourself. Yeah. So I think it'll just carry on as it is, but it'll be a natural progression of however, however we end up money-wise as a country, mm. what size venues we're gigging in and uh, how it goes. There'll always be people doing pop, there'll always be acoustic, and you need that variation, 100%. Mm. There'll always be there'll always be the open-air festivals yeah. as well, which I think since COVID, they seem to, the local ones seem to be getting yeah. better as yeah. well. Yeah, they are getting better. Yeah, they are. Too. There's a few local ones, and they're always really good. I think you will get a lot more of that. There are more, like doing this, I think there is more people, you know, mixing as singers go into these things, and it is good. Because when you find out you've got other people that are feeling the same, you realise... Because it can be lonely. Like you've said, like you've realised since having people with you. You don't realise how lonely it is until you have got them people with you sometimes. Um, or somebody doesn't understand what you've gone through and then yeah. you think, oh, is that just me then? But things like this, it does help. Yeah, if you have a bad, a bad night or it's not really gone down well, you come away from yeah. it and you've got no one to express and that to. And you might feel really awful. And then you might, but then if you get talked to a singer, you're like, oh, I went here the other night. And they might say, oh, it's always like that. Yeah, And then you think, exactly. oh, I was worried about it then. Yeah. You know, it's... And then, well, the other thing is you also get, if your mates see you at a gig and they look at you and see how much you love it and all that sort of thing, they're like, you talk to them about a bad gig, oh, mate, it was just awful that yeah. night. And they're like, 
yeah, well, would you want to go back to the offices? And like, they yeah. remind you why you do yeah, it. And you're like, it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It, it does keep you grounded in that yeah. way. You've got to kind of get that levelness. Yeah. You've got to take the rough of the smooth a bit, but you do need to vent it yeah. off to someone. And I think, I think that's where my tables have tipped. I think that's where I've like gone over. I think that's mm. where I'm like, I do like what I'm doing during the day as a day job. I don't want to do too much gigging now because I've got kids. So my balance of where it used to be, I can do as many gigs as I want and, you know, it's a possibility is doing it as full time. Yeah. Now that's like, no, you know, it's... The fun's come yeah, out of it, if you like. Yeah, and I like singing. I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose that. I don't know where I'll do it. I'll probably do it in karaoke or something. <laughs> yeah. I'll go to an open man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It'll come out somewhere or another, but... Is your gear yeah. is your gear all for sale? Is that, I don't know who that is. Is that your daughter's nice, not is she? I think so. No, I've not invited. Yeah. Someone shouting mum, that's really yeah. creepy. <laughs> We're all about to be murdered <laughs> by some little demon child. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call it there? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I don't think we can top that to be fair. There you go. Hello. Right. Laugh a lot. Thanks very much for coming to a podcast. <laughs> See you again soon. Bye. Thanks Bye. for coming Bye. on, Laura. Cheers. Bye.